I'm hungry. Me too. Let's make a pizza. Okay. From New York City. Oh, my soul, this is Dead Rat Pizza. Who doesn't love pizza? <laughs> Holy shit, it's Dead Rat Pizza. Ryan, it's time to do our uh, Dead Rat Pizza shot. Yeah, man. Uh, I got oh. a few. <laughs> Cheers. Good lord. Ryan, what a week it's been. What a week I'll it's say. been. I never released yeah. our episode. Breaking my heart. Yeah, I just haven't really had time to do it. We recorded for three and a half hours, and that's a lot of podcast. I don't know if you knew that. So, well, yeah, (laughs) it is coming eventually. But if you came in, watched us live, which is like the only three people that download the show anyway, you already saw the podcast. So, you know, it's really not that much of a thing that you need to miss. It was our best episode ever, though. So there is that. It's probably this is probably going to also be a late episode because I have been knee deep in anime convention uh, organization. Hell yeah. You told me in the midst of that that you've been at conventions. How have we never talked about this? I could swear that at some point or another we should have. Um, you know, Anime Pulp, uh, we actually had a thing where Nam and I went to... What's that anime convention in California called? AX? Yes, Anime Expo. I mean, that was like... Over a decade ago, sure, now, mind you. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I've been to some local cons too. Even I haven't been to AX, so you've got me beat on that front. Yeah, and now I just don't know how to convince us anymore because I don't have money and I don't have people to go with. That's a fair, fair reason. You know what anime convention is free, and you can go to it from the comfort of your own computer seat. Anime Lockdown. It's May 1st through 3rd. That's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And we've got like 24, 25 panels. We have a bunch of shit I haven't announced yet. It's going to be a good time. It's also taken up all of my time. I I mean, like I'm a tech guy, as many of you know. Uh, I don't send emails. And they got to do something about emails. Because I sent out probably 25 emails today. They all have the same subject. So when they start to come back, I'm not going to be able to tell the difference between who's sending them. There needs to be like a color coding system or something because it's out of control. I've, I've already like lost emails because of this. Man, emails is archaic. Yeah, how am I supposed to talk to all the panelists should i yeah well hit them up on tty uh uh-huh or irc yeah irc well i i most of them are in the discord now but a lot of them only come online once in a while uh but a lot of uh really exciting stuff is happening and we're going to announce our guests on friday not that this podcast is coming out that anybody's going to hear me say that 
Uh, Rosa's in the <laughs> chat, though. So Rosa, I don't know if Rosa even likes anime. Rosa's the one that came up with the name of the convention. Thank you, Rosa. Uh, but we're going to announce guests on Friday. Throughout the day, we have five announcements to make. And uh, then on the weekend, the goal is to release the schedule on the weekend. Uh, we need to make sure everybody's cool with their time if we have to switch anything up. Uh, but then on Wednesday, the Wednesday before the convention, I'm going to release the panel guide, which is uh, something I learned how to make. It's like making a magazine. I'm not a graphic designer, Ryan. If I ever do this again, I'm going to need to find a graphic designer because it's so much It's so much damn work. I, okay. It's like it took me probably an hour and a half to design the flyer for announcing one guest. Fortunately, it's a template now, so it only took me 10 minutes to make the next one. But my Photoshop sessions are out of control. Nothing's labeled. Things are all over the place. I accidentally turned on a, a setting that made every box that I make look like a picket fence. I couldn't figure out how to turn it off, so now we're a fence con. <laughs> uh, I, okay, but... The one question on my mind, since you brought up this whole graphic designer yes. uh, business, is do you do you have a generic anime mascot girl for this convention? We do not, but I'm open to suggestions. Like somebody in a hazmat suit. Perhaps. Oh, no. Uh, right now, the mascot is a smiley face with a face mask on. I found uh, it on a like stock image website. You mean the emoji? <laughs> yes, the emoji. Yeah, it was on some like stock image, like royalty-free website, and I—that's how I found that guy. And then the huh. other part of the logo is just like the generic danger chemicals uh, logo thing. So, hoping no one comes to get me for using those things. Uh, fortunately, we're not charging anybody money, so we're not making money off of these images. So at the very least, nobody can claim damages. Tom Paul, open up. You've smarts our good name. Yeah? Should I be begging yeah. for money? <laughs> I mean, obviously, no. I just, you know, it, it's uh, part of it is personal philosophy. Part of it is uh, it's just like how do you enforce charging for a digital convention? Um. I just, I don't know. I didn't, it didn't feel right to involve money in it. So I ain't. Yes, you are a very altruistic person. I wouldn't say that. I just didn't think it was fair for me to make money on everybody else doing presentations. I'm just pushing yeah, buttons but, behind the scenes. Yes, I know, Sir JP, but I feel like a lot of other people, myself included, would be busting their brain trying to figure out hmm, <laughs> how to capitalize. <laughs> I mean, profit off their work. You know, it's I could have, and I probably could have made a decent amount of money doing it, but it just it wasn't the right thing to do, especially given what's going on. Uh, and so, the, there's you know, we're not going to ask for tips. We're not going to ask for donations. I don't know if that's something I can turn off. I don't know how tips on Twitch work, but in the event that anybody finds out how to do it, I uh, will send the money back or just donate it to charity. I don't know how uh, how that works. Okay, look, I'm going to open up a bank account. You want me to just give it to money? you? 
Now that would be the more underhanded thing. <laughs> Any donations go to Ryan. Who's Ryan? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I was okay with it going to the panelists, but who's Ryan? No, the only thing that I've realized that I've kind of shot myself in the foot by saying we'll never charge or ask for money is if I ever want to uh, get money to get bigger and better guests, it's got to come out of pocket now. <laughs> Because I've publicly said more than once that we will never, ever, ever ask for your money. So Well, you could be like, well, remember when I said that one thing? Turns out I lied. No, I, uh, you know, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. I'm not worried about it. So far, everybody is volunteering their time, uh, guests included. So I think that if this does really well, it's something that could potentially happen again. But... It has yet to be seen, and that is in about two and a half weeks. Two, yeah, just about two and a half weeks, uh, and then uh, we'll see if we can actually pull this off. But I think we can do it uh, because, uh, honestly, like it's really just like I worked in radio for probably four, four or five years, and I'm really just doing the exact same thing I did on every shift. Well, I mean. Yeah, you've got the experience, you've got the equipment, you've got the power. Yeah, well, yeah, having okay. the equipment's a big one because it's like it's a combination of just the radio and podcast workflow that I've been doing over the last 12 or 13 years. And so it really comes down to making sure the panelists show up. I know that I can push the buttons and make sure that it's live. But if panelists don't show up, then that's going to be the the big decider of whether it happens. And All right. If panelists don't show up, fill in the void with a podcast of us just going, uh... Yeah, no, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to make it very clear that if panelists miss their panel, that I'm going to be playing one of my old panels, and nobody wants that to happen. <laughs> Everyone suffers. Everybody suffers. Well, and I think it's in people's best interest to show up because their name's in the panel guide. People are going to know that they were the one that didn't show up. So it's they, they have to hold themselves accountable. Um, yeah, uh, Rosa said, I have been to one anime convention and got roped into working it. I stayed up for 48 hours, passed out, and fell asleep in the staff area, then got kicked out while packing it up. That is wild. Mm, ouch. I have definitely passed out in people's hotel rooms before. Uh, I drink a little too much at anime conventions. This, honestly, anime lockdown is probably going to be the first anime convention I've ever gone to where I'm not drinking because I can't. Are you sure? Are you sure that's a good idea? Are you sure that it's a good idea that I don't drink? Yeah. Are you sure? I can't. Because I have to run the show. If I'm drunk, I won't be able to run the board. I mean, yes. I'll I'll be able to have a beer during the last two panels, I think. Um, but during the daytime programming, I have to be 100% sober. Uh, you know, I was thinking because I've all, I, I told you that you know I've I've been to conventions and I've been to panels, but I've never been to panels that were. By like I don't know, amateurs feels like a insulting word, kind of. 
I think I know um, what you mean. Um, you mean non non guest panels? I think would be a yeah, better way to I, put it. And so when you started talking about panels, I, I kind of got interested. I was just wondering, what could I do? What what kind of panel would I do? I've always wondered that. I think you would do a good panel on dating sims, probably. Yeah, but I'd probably spend like a whole hour just talking about my best girls. There's a there's a place for that, man. You never know. You know, one thing really cool that I did for the convention is I doubled the RAM in my Mac Pro. Oh shit! I did that. Get out of here! I did that today. Uh, so I bought this Mac Pro for I want to say eight hundred dollars. Like five or six years ago, it was a 2010 model. I bought it used on eBay. At the time, that was a bonkers price uh, because there there was something wrong with it, and so I was I, I got a discount. One of the RAM slots is bad and can't be used. There's four slots on this model. One of them does not work, and so I think comparable models at the time were going for a thousand dollars. And so I, I got mine for, you know, a couple hundred dollars off. And so I, for this longest time, I've been going with 12 gigs of RAM. And it's been fine. I've mixed movies. I've done th- probably thousands of podcasts. Maybe hundreds. Let's say hundreds. You know, I've, yeah, done, <laughs> I've done a bunch of graphic design. All these terrible graphic design, mind you. Um, you know, Pro Tools <laughs> sessions. All these, like, live shows. And 12 gigs has always been an acceptable amount, but lately I've noticed my computer slowing down and it's probably just because a lot of the apps are getting updates and so they're taking up more RAM. And when I, the other day I opened up every piece of software that I would need to run the convention and I was like almost at the limit. It made me really nervous. So I, I got 24 gigs of RAM instead of 12. It is pretty wild. number. JP, not gonna lie. Well, it's because I only have three slots available. I think this computer can handle up to 128. But I didn't want to. I thought that'd be a little crazy because I do eventually want the new Mac Pro model. So I don't want to put too much money into this computer. Although, if I never have a job again, you know, whatever. Well, yeah, whatever. Uh, but uh, it's been a good time. The, the RAM upgrade was instantly noticeable. My computer started up in about half the time, which was already very fast. Uh, probably half of what a normal Mac would start up at. So now I'm like, what is that, four times as fast? Um, yeah. I don't know math. I'm a sound engineer. Ah, well, I'm neither. Uh, so... Ryan, what have you been up to since the last time I saw you? Have you <laughs> cured any diseases? Have you solved well, the pandemic? Well, I mean, I might have created more problems, but I certainly <laughs> uh, certainly haven't done a whole hell of a lot, JP, unfortunately. Yeah? Yeah, I know. Like, God damn it, Ryan, please do something interesting. Give me something to talk about, but yeah, nothing. <laughs> Shocker. Fuck. Uh, I, oh, you know what? I just realized I have a clip that I saved for this episode. I better, uh, label that yellow so I remember to talk about it. Cause that means uh, I'm going to remember it for some reason. 
Um, let's uh, you know. Let's talk about this clip first. <laughs> Why uh, not? I'm gonna turn my uh, soundboard back up. I had some special cables made, so it's probably not gonna change anything on your end. But I had some special cables made to streamline our podcasting workflow. And because uh, right now you're not on my mixer, I'm running you through a different piece of hardware in some fucking nonsense fashion. So I'll be able to pull you up on the mixer and that'll uh, give me a variety of things that I can do like uh, gain control. I can EQ you. Uh, I know all of these things are important to you. Yes. Mix me, daddy. But I also, so before we, <laughs> before we started, I was playing some music to, uh, to the stream. They couldn't hear us, but we could hear the music and we could hear each other. What I'm going to be able to do with this cable is I could do that where they hear music. We can talk to each other, but we won't hear the music. And that's a really cool thing. And it's, it's a key component of the convention because it lets me prepare with the panelists without us having to deal with background music or having to Hell cut yeah. the stream. Uh, but I also had a cable made so I could connect my iPad so I can uh, hit sounders again. So uh, people won't be able to believe it. I couldn't believe it. Uh, that's not here yet. That was me clicking on the computer. But, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot more couldn't believe it's coming coming to a podcast near you. I'm so ah! sorry. Yeah. Ah! I have to find that sound. Well, and I also have to find, uh, I've watched junk like ladies versus butlers. Uh, it's yeah, all yeah. really great stuff. So. Yeah. But anyway, I found a clip, and uh, this is from an adult film. Uh, if I am to remember correctly, the protagonist of this movie had a uh, penchant towards um, uh, gifting objects around the house with his seed. Uh, huh. You know how it is. Mm. And so he had uh, left a gift on a towel on a pair of his Ooh. mom's uh, underwear, number of other things. No, oh, man, I well. And uh, at some point in the uh, movie, maybe in the second act, the, the uh, mother and daughter, maybe the antagonist of the film, decided to put some uh, hot sauce in his lubrication. Yeah, so, makes sense. So then when he was pleasuring himself, it got capsaicin into his uh, perineum. Perineum? I don't know what I'm trying to say. He uh, he, he heard his dick jacking off, is what I'm trying to tell you, Ryan. Yeah, man, been there. Then the, <laughs> the mother and daughter, of course, walk in on him and laugh at his misfortune and uh, tell him that he deserves this. That maybe he shouldn't have ejaculated in their stuff. Fair point, if you ask me. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess. But what? We're in the 21st century? Man can't jack where he wants? Where else am I supposed to come? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he, said, he starts shouting, and they're like, Quiet, Dad's going to hear. 
dad's gonna hear if you don't be quiet and he's like you you hurt my penis what am i supposed to do he's like you gotta you gotta fix this that's my one of my favorite porno plot lines is you have to fix this and uh so the mom comes up with the idea that uh maybe she could lick the capsaicin off of his penis yep (laughs) i mean (sighs) yep uh so the mother this is all good the mother and daughter proceed to try to uh they're kind of like nurses they try to heal this man at some point they realize that it's not working and they decide that maybe their own self-lubrication could help now i don't know how that doesn't spread the capsaicin to them much like the spread of uh, COVID 19 the novel coronavirus yeah um i mean at what point does it dissipate and get absorbed into the skin Probably instantly. The the skin on a penis is very thin, Ryan. I don't know if you've <laughs> yeah, ever seen was, one. I, no, you know, you know, I've I've experimented with different things, so I've kind of like asking myself here, you know, where's the logic to this porn, which is extremely important to me. So in the third act, um, our protagonist ejaculates into one of the antagonists, uh, his sister. <laughs> The evil sister. The evil sister. The evil stepsister. Well, and of course, uh, it's the stepsister on the dad's side. So the mom isn't related to the son or the daughter. So it's totally okay that they have sex. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's it. I... God, what did I watch the other day that was so funny? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me what you watched, and it's going to be like porn. No, I watched something ridiculous. It might have even just been Final Fantasy VII Remake. There's there's so many great one-liners in Final Fantasy VII. It must have been Final Fantasy VII, or it might have been Better Call Saul, because I don't have much of a life, where somebody said, it's not like we're related by blood, and my first thought was like, oh, so they can fuck then. Yeah, that's how you know. You know you're an anime fan, man. <laughs> yeah, you might be an anime fan. <laughs> well, you might be an anime fan if you want them to be related, Ryan. Oh, really? Well, so, yeah. so we're at the the conclusion. The climax has already happened, ah, if you will. The climax, I get it. We're at the conclusion <laughs> of our story. Uh, the daughter is upset that she's been unloaded into. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the mother is also a little um upset about this. Now the dad, this is the part I'm getting to. The dad has finally caught wind of their activities. And I want to I want to play you a clip of the dad walking in. What the fuck did you just do? Did you just come inside me? What the fuck? Did you just come in your fuck? You just fucking came in your sister. She's talking about birth control. Why would you do Why that? Why would you do that? Who's not in birth control? Shit! Romeo? Shit! <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you heard all of that, Ryan. I'll play it again just for the audience in case you didn't catch it. What the fuck did you just do? Did you just come inside me? What the fuck? Did you just come in your fuck? You just fucking came in your sister? She's talking about birth control. Why would you do? Why would you do that? Who came in who? Who's not in birth control? Shit! Who? Shit! I'm just like asking 
who came and who who's not on birth control and then like it's fucking Dennis the Menace he's like Romeo it's like oh that dastardly stepson of mine that son of a bitch well no he would be his actual son in the context of this okay it's just like it reminds me of there was another clip I played a long time ago I no longer have the clip but it's like somebody just says, did you just come in your sister? I know this was you. And meanwhile, they're both laying next to each other, totally naked. Like, who else could it have been? Um, That's like the locked room murder mystery. <laughs> yeah. You know? Big, 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 big confusing. Somebody jumped into the window, came inside of her and jumped back out of the window. Wouldn't that be a that's plot it. twist? Yeah, that's the ultimate. See, you've already cut to the chase. That's it. That's you don't it. understand, Dad. It wasn't me. I was having sex with her, but I didn't come in her because I respect her choice. Yeah. Did not get come, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of crazy porn plot lines. They really are one of my favorite things because it's like, you know, it's fine. Everybody watches porn. Two people having sex, one person jerking off, maybe a group of people having sex, or a group of people jerking off. I don't care what you watch, but I love I, I love when people have fun with it because, you know, it's like, those are the, those are the people that care about their audience. You gotta watch Japanese porn. Yeah, where they don't talk and everybody's crying. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, okay, well, listen, JP... Uh, come with me, and you'll see <laughs> a place of great imagination. Oh, no. Yeah, it, it's pretty magical. I've seen, you know, the thing with Japanese porn is it's always crazy. Yes. It's either like a woman getting fondled on the bus while crying, or it's a game show where you have to figure out which pussy is your mom's. Um, or one of my favorites is a room of 200 people having sex without paying attention to each other. <laughs> yeah, those, those are, um, those are, you hit a lot of the milestones there. <laughs> you know, like in, in any other porno, it would be a giant orgy, but in the Japanese version, it's almost like they're all in little rooms, but there's, we can see through the walls. Uh, what can I say? I have very sophisticated tastes, AP. There's another favorite is the news reporter who does the weather forecast while getting fucked doggy style, but no one draws attention to it. Yes. <laughs> and it's going to be a wet one down in Shibuya. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's I, I haven't seen a lot of just normal Japanese porn. It's always something insane. Yeah. Unless I've seen I've seen normal amateur Japanese porn. Those people have sex like everybody else. But the production companies, they've lost the plot, man. <laughs> well, look, when you can't actually sell the penis, you kind of like lose a lot of 
you, you gotta get a little bit more creative, you know. How is that still going on? I want, I, I want every fucking edge lord on the internet that talks about how SJWs are trying to censor anime. I want them to explain to me why I can't see a dick and vagina in Japanese porn. I don't know. I mean, they they probably tell you uh, Japan's still kind of fucked up over there, you know what I mean? You know, they act like Japan is this, like, magical wonderland where you can do and say whatever you want without repercussion, but I can't bust a nut without seeing any genitals. No pixels. You know, like, how is that still happening? Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just seeing old porn. But, like, Uh how... How is there not, you know, you know, a Japanese politician could run shit if they ran on the platform like, I'm going to remove the mosaic from the porn industry. Everybody stands up and claps. It'd be over. Everybody would vote for that person. Yep. You know, any other bill could be on their platform. Something terrible. We're going to tax the poor 50%. Uh, <laughs> we're going to uh, kill all doctors. You want to talk about Bernie's plan? Reverse Bernie. No health care. <laughs> you can't even buy it anymore. But some guy in his bedroom's like, but at least I can finally see uh, my Oni-chan's pussy. You know, like... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nope. No God here. <laughs> I'm just... What is... The whole world's out of control, Ryan. Yeah. Um, so I've been playing Final Fantasy Remake. I'm not done with the game yet. I have probably, at the pace that I play, probably five to ten hours left. Okay. I'm nearly at the final mission, but I play very slowly. I like to do all the side quests. Um... You know, I like to explore everything because most of the time, this is the only time I'm ever going to play this game. And if it's something that I like, I want to get my money's worth. So I do a lot of backtracking and um, especially if there's an area with multiple paths, I'll go all the way down one. If it feels like the main path, I will turn around and then check out the other path before I move on. Absolutely. That's how I play every RPG, really. I'm glad I'm not the only one. You know, I like to talk to everybody that I can. And you still end up missing stuff, but at least you tried. And so currently I'm at about 30 hours. I think a lot of people are saying it takes about 30 hours to beat. If I wasn't doing side quests, then I'd probably have already beaten the game. But honestly, I I wonder because, you know, in the original game, it was really easy to grind because it was uh, random encounter battles. You don't run into a lot of enemies in this game. Have you played it yet? Only only that little bit of the demo. So you you really don't run into enemies often, and so you don't have a lot of opportunities to level up. Uh, and so I often find myself feeling like I should be a higher level. I also find myself with not a lot of money, and I think that's <sighs> partially because there's not a lot of battles. Like, a lot of these bosses just seem like insurmountable. I I was doing. Yeah, I was gonna ask if you were having a hard time. Some of them I am. Hell House probably took me forty-five minutes. Maybe it was thirty-five. It was a very long, exhausting battle. And Jesus. last night I had to fight a behemoth, 
in uh, in an underground lab. And that took me four or five tries of just different strategies. Uh, what other boss? The, I fought some common enemies last night doing this uh, Rescue the Chocobos mission. And it took me as long as Hell House because none of my attacks worked on these guys. Magic didn't work. Uh, uh, physical attacks didn't work. What else is there, man? Limit Break? Limit Break was even kind of useless. And, like, maybe there's just a trick I don't know about. But I spent so goddamn long fighting normal enemies. And I, I feel like that comes up a lot. I feel like enemies are either too powerful or too weak. But overall, it's a fun game. And... Yeah. Go ahead. There is somebody I know who's like really singing praises of the combat system and uh, the depth that it has. I don't have too much of a personal stake on that, but I'm still partial to, you know, the simple turn-based FF7. You know, I've been playing that at the same time, and I, I, I definitely like both of them for different reasons now. Uh, the, the battle system having depth, it could be that I just, I'm not the type of person that learns a battle system really well. Like I'm, I'm more of a casual hardcore, if that makes sense. Like I consider myself, I consider video games to be a big hobby of mine, but I, I don't put a lot of time into learning the intricacies of the game. I just want to play and have fun. Yeah. I, I get to. I do this with some exceptions. Um, I mean, 14 was a game that I wound up learning the intricacies of, but a lot of other games I just kind of you know, play by what feels good. Yeah. I was that way with 9. 9 I know very well. Oh, dude. Okay, so I have another friend of mine who has started playing these Final Fantasy games. And he picked up nine, and he's a really smart guy. Yeah. But somehow this motherfucker beats the entirety of nine, but misses like 90% of the skills, uh, abilities, you know, the weapons. Oh, no. He he misses so much shit and has such a bad time, and like he hates his experience. Like, motherfucker, of course you did. You basically played the game as a goddamn gimp. Yeah, the first time I played the game was like that because I didn't, I missed a tutorial or something that said if you keep an item equipped long enough, you'll memorize that skill. Oh. And that's something that I really miss when playing Final Fantasy VII. I find it, I, I hate Materia. Uh, I find oh. it to be such, I think that certain things with Materia are really cool, like being able to link them. But the fact that I'm limited by how many spells I can have is frustrating. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that is one thing. And how do you feel about the fact that it also alters your stats? So That's also annoying. It, it seems that like there's not a lot of equipment in, in this first game, which is fair because in the original game, like by the time you beat the game, I don't think you have uh, another sword yet. So the fact that they have like five or six swords in this is nice, but it's also being presented as a standalone game. So by the end of the game, I should feel overpowered. 
Uh, I, I would, yeah, I can understand that argument. Um, but the fact that like. I have all these cool materia and I don't use most of them because I don't have enough slots is, is very frustrating. There's materia that I will never use because I just don't have enough options or enough openings. And I wonder if when the next game comes out, if you're going to be able to carry your character over. Because if I have to start over and find all these fucking materia again, that's going to be annoying. Well, yeah, that begs the question, considering that the next installment will probably be on PlayStation 5. Ooh, yeah, that's actually a really good point. This is going to be cross-platform. Yeah. Great. So, yeah, and they got to balance the game. Because like, I'm pretty sure they're also going to make the game for some people who didn't play the first part. Yeah, that would be crazy, but it's going to happen. You know, yeah. like, I'm sure there's people that started with Gears of War 3. Not that that's the same thing, but... No. <laughs> I mean, you could pick up a story in the middle of whatever, and it's like, okay, it's your fault you don't know the lore that well, but yeah. balancing the gameplay system is a whole different can of worms. I never played the first two Halos. Actually, the first three. But I played Reach, and I played ODST. Hey. So, it could happen. You played the good ones. I mean, okay, Halo (laughs) 1 and 2 are good. Jesus. And um, I was going to say, in the original Final Fantasy VII, um, material management, uh, I think it's something that I found easier as an adult, but as a kid, uh, I didn't really know what I was doing. So Even though I understood the concept. My experience so far is something that I wanted to talk about at length because I am playing Final Fantasy VII on the Vita at the same time as Final Fantasy Remake. Seven uh, Remake. It's not as bad in the original. I almost said in the Game Boy game because I'm playing it portably. <laughs> Uh, and that's because in the original game, this is only like the first five hours of the game. You're not going to have 45 materia to choose from. You know, I still don't have a new sword. I'm still using the buster sword. And I think I finally got a new gun for Barrett. Uh, I'm finally at a place where, uh, I meet red. What is it? 13. Yep. Red 13. And, uh, red 13, you know, like, that's the I've only been playing for five hours, so it's not as crazy in there. Like in 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 Final Fantasy VII, where I'm at, if you put me at the same place, let's say I beat the the remake, that's about where I'm at in seven. We're still using potion in the original game, whereas in Final Fantasy VII remake, you have to use mega potion. <laughs> so huh. I'm nitpicking a few things. But it's still like Final Fantasy VII Remake is being presented as a standalone 30-hour experience. And uh, it, it does feel lacking when you look at it from that perspective. That being mm. said, I'm having a blast. I do recommend people play it uh, because I could also be wrong. You could also be wrong about what? Maybe my uh, criticisms aren't valid. What? Now, why would you say that, JP? Because you're not a video game boy? That would probably be a, a good... Yeah, that's actually not a bad... I mean, yes. 
you have historically been not great at video games, but uh, I don't know. You sound like you know what you're talking about here to me. Uh, so some things that I noticed as I'm replaying the original. So you remember when I said that the scorpion was easier in the original game? I think this already came up. We yeah, talked about this last you're terrible week. at it. You just don't attack when the goddamn tail is up. But somehow, I don't know how I did this because I opened up my save file the next day after doing that. I beat the scorpion and I don't remember doing it. Is there like a way to beat the scorpion if you just run the timer out? <laughs> because somehow no. I beat the scorpion in my sleep. Yeah, I mean, that's probably what happened, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I thought if the timer goes out that you just, uh, that the plant blows up and you die. But somehow I beat the scorpion unconscious. I mean, that makes sense. There's not really a whole lot to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and just like over the, over the course, because I only play it right before bed. I play like a half hour before bed each night. So I'm always <laughs> mostly asleep. Uh, I kind of traveled through time I until I got to, uh, sector seven, seven, seven. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's really it's interesting. Far. Some of the, the little details in, um, in remake, just some of the things they took and really ran with it. Like in remake, there's a character called Johnny who comes up a lot. And I yes. thought it was weird. I was like, who the fuck is this Johnny guy? They seem to have made up a new main character. Nah, well, he's um he's he, there. He's in the original game. He's hanging outside of the the bubble honeybee inn complaining. Yep. I don't know if you ever see him again, but when I got to the Bumblebee Inn, Honeybee Inn, I Come was on, like right. Wait a minute, that motherfucker kinda looks like Johnny. I wonder. Uh, and like Don Corneo's, uh, he has these two henchmen in the original game where in, in remake, they actually get like kind of fleshed out as characters. I, I can see that. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other details. A lot of it is just, they made things bigger. Like, uh, the individual slums are, are much, much larger. And that's part of what makes the game take as long to play as it does. Uh, something that I, I did wonder, spoilers maybe, when they drop the plate in, you know, like the first two hours of the original game, don't people live above the plate too? Are they uh, killing all the rich people and all the poor people when they do that? Yeah, that's kind of their thing. They want to be able to blame it on Avalanche. That's so fucked up, man. It's unbelievable how fucked up the plot is in in Final Fantasy VII, and it's really, really funny watching edgy anime boys on Twitter act like the uh, political slant of Final Fantasy VII isn't the point. Like, no, it's not about politics. Like, I think it's 100% about politics. This is a 30-hour game about how big corporations are killing the planet. Like... You can pretend that it's not a political statement, but good luck convincing other people. Hmm. They even have 
in this first game, they have a grifter spreading propaganda and begging for donations. Like, yeah, they have really uh, crazy people that I remember making me uncomfortable in that game. In Final Fantasy VII? When I was a kid, yes. Who made you uncomfortable in the game? I don't know. Probably characters outside or near the Honeybee Inn. <laughs> yeah. So they all just want to get their their D's wet. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird... It's such a bizarre game because Final Fantasy VII, I talked about this on a podcast today, uh, you know, they took this really cartoony, silly video game that probably just was getting made up as they were going along. It's like, I don't know if you remember how random Final Fantasy VII is and how many, like, just bizarre comical moments there are. But they took that and made Cloud this, like, edgy badass. I mean... He still puts on a dress in, in the remake. Cloud was always that, though, like, the edgy badass boy. Yeah, but it never really came... It never felt that way when you played, because he's, like, some cartoon character with an emo haircut. Yeah. You know, like... He's, he's also not as mean in in the original in the original game. That's something that I noticed. They really made like they turned up the angst meter a lot. Yeah, I feel like they took a page from uh, the later Final Fantasy game, Final Fantasy things like Advent Children. Yeah, and they're like, oh man, he's a brooding hardcore motherfucker. Yeah. That's exactly what they did, and I think it's just that everybody forgot how ridiculous the the original game was. Doesn't mean it's bad. I love the game, but it's very, very comical and, like, full of, like, characters, almost. Um, so that is what I have to say about Final Fantasy. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Yes. Yeah. Stone. If you think Austin 316 is the best, give me a hell yeah. One more time, I said, give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah! yeah. (laughs) I need to watch that right now. I'm sorry, everybody. Do it. I gotta find it. It's hard to type in the dark. What was that called? Steve Austin Empty Arena or something? Here we go. Oh, Blurberty Bluetool, my favorite commercial. Oh, you fucking idiot. You want to know what 316 Day is all about? Give me a hell yeah. Did they cut to the chairs that are empty? I said... If you want to know what 316 Day is all about, give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah! (laughs) What? What? I said, hell yeah! You know, I don't know a lot about wrestling, so I don't know who that is, but I'm so happy that they interrupted. Yes. Um... 
I, I have realized that people are more willing to tolerate our video game and anime talk than they are to tolerate our wrestling talk. Uh, if you look at podcasts that I've released, our video game episodes get double the uh, downloads. The one that we talked about wrestling on, the lowest it's been in a while. Rip. <laughs> like, nope, we draw the line at wrestling, you fucking nerd. Oh, come on! Uh, wait, hold on. Rosa just posted in the chat, Rosa thirteen twelve. I don't know what that means. Is that a Bible passage? Uh, pretty sure it's not. So, let's see what else I have. I don't think this is going to be a three-hour marathon, because I just ain't got shit to talk about. But I do have some things that we can talk about. Have you been watching a lot of TV, Ryan? Um, no. We talked about how you may not be thinking about Burger King, but you're th- we're thinking about you. Yes, I've seen those commercials. So I saw another commercial that, that made me... Uh, I hate the word cringe, but that's kind of what it made me do. It more made me yell. Uh, it made me mad. It I made me angry. So the ad, the ad was like, you know, in this trying times during the coronavirus, coronavirus, um, Hell yeah. some of no. the people hurting the most are the restaurants. You know, those uh, restaurants work so hard and so tirelessly to feed you that food. And, you know, now they need us more than ever. They need our support to pay their staff in these trying times and the virus. And we're going to fight the virus by buying food. Grubhub. <laughs> yes, I have seen that commercial. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it, Ryan. Oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on. Hold yep, on. Yep, come on. I couldn't believe it. There we go. Excellent. Everything they say in the ad is true. I think that you should support your local restaurants. I don't have anything wrong with that part of their message. But the, wow. they they go on this big fake, like, we care about the restaurants. You need to support your community. And then they're just like, by downloading our app. Yeah. Yeah, right, buddy. Fuck you. I wonder if I can find the app. Or not the app, the, the commercial. It's usually pretty hard to find commercials. Really? On you- Yeah, I often find it is. Yeah, I can't find it. That's fine. Uh there was another There's another great one, the Domino's and uh, Papa John's one. Oh, dude, I feel bad for those people, okay? I do too. I'm making fun of the commercials. I don't have any problem with the people working there, and I think they should get paid more money. I think they should get double. They should get health care. They should get all that stuff. I'm making fun of their corporate overlords. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're like, after our pizza goes through our 500-degree oven, the only hands that touch your pizza is your own. <laughs> it's like, that was always true. Yeah. It's just funny that they pointed out um, my issue with the Grubhub ad is that it's so misguided. Like Grubhub doesn't give a fuck about the local restaurant industry. 
Like, I, I read an article recently that all these apps, Seamless, Grubhub, Food Boobs, I don't know, there's other ones probably. Food Boobs. Food Boobs. Yeah. Uh, they're all gouging these poor restaurants. That's what I To use uh, their services. Too. Like, they can almost, sometimes, like, maybe not even make a profit. It's ridiculous. And it, it really should be regulated that they can't you know, charge a commission that high uh, because I think it's a good thing that we can get delivery for all these other restaurants. It's a, it's an unbelievable expense to add a delivery team to your restaurant. There's a reason why little Caesars is cheaper than Domino's. It's because they don't deliver. Oh, is that why I just thought it's because they made subpar pizza. Hey, look, I'm okay <laughs> with it, but let's be real. That's part of it. They're using cheaper ingredients and, you know, cutting corners. But <laughs> oh, fuck. But by not delivering, that cuts such an overhead cost out of the equation or such a high overhead cost out that they're able to do $5 pizzas and still make money doing it. God uh, bless them. Because it, it really doesn't cost that much money to make a pizza. Ryan, if you could guess... How much money it costs to make an order of Domino's breadsticks? What What's the number that you think it would cost me as a store to make it? Not factoring in labor costs or store operating costs, just the wholesale cost of the food product. Okay, 50 cents. You're pretty fucking close. It's about 25 to 50 cents. They sell for $4. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I buy <laughs> Yeah. You know, a pizza at Domino's probably costs the store about three bucks to make, maybe, maybe two. Uh, it, it's, you know, you're paying $12 to get that pizza because they have to pay for everything else. You also don't have a 500 degree oven in your uh, yeah. household. So there is that. Uh, but I, mean, I could. Do you, you could. Fucking, um. But I think that uh, I think that things like Grubhub and Se- Grubhub and Seamless are great things. They employ a lot of people. You know, I I ordered booze today. I don't know how much they gouge the booze people, but I had a uh, three twelve packs of Modelo delivered to my door. It was excellent. Uh, Hell yeah! You know, it it it's really convenient, and especially during right now where they're telling everybody you shouldn't leave home. It's great to have these services. Because then there's less people out there interacting with each other. Um, I, I agree. Yeah. Obviously, make sure you tip the people delivering to you fairly, more than fairly, uh, because they are risking their lives for you to get that uh, 48 cans of beer or whatever you ordered. But I, I don't think it's fair to punish the restaurants and to punish the uh, delivery drivers that are making a living just because they're company is being dirtbags i think that we need to put pressure on uh on our government to regulate those industries because delivery is good delivery is a step in the right direction i was gonna say that was one of the things on my mind about that like we don't need to be going backwards but yeah did you have more to say about that oh i i just didn't i don't know if you meant i was backtracking and uh Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about we don't need to be going backwards 
as a as a civilization, the fact that I can get Burger King delivered to my house in ten minutes is is good because I'm I'm Fuck. giving money to a business and I'm helping employ somebody by offering my by offering money to you know their their job or whatever. Yeah, and uh, so Grubhub or DoorDash or whatever, you know, they might have city business uh, models, but mm-hmm. there are people who uh, definitely make income on those things. Oh, so yeah. I think about them. Well, there's <clears throat> a lot of people that just can't leave the house, even if there isn't a pandemic. So delivery is a big deal for them. But... Yeah. The other side of that is I wouldn't be ordering all this food if Seamless wasn't an option. I just wouldn't get Taco Bell. I wouldn't get Domino's. I wouldn't get, you know, all the different burger places and delis. I would just cook. And so if we we stop funding all the – not funding – if we just stop ordering delivery, you're not just hurting Grubhub, you're hurting the the businesses. Yeah. But also fuck Grubhub for making that ad, you fucking assholes. Same with Patreon. Yeah. Patreon a bunch of fucking cowards. You know, because everybody's canceling their Patreons right now because they lost their jobs. So Patreon yeah. started this fucking ad campaign that's like, think about the artists. It's like, okay, that's fair. Yes. Think about the artists. But you're just mad that your profit margin is down now because you can't take a cut of the artist revenue. Bitch. It's it's a really bizarre time that we're in right now. It's like, hey, I understand that everybody's unemployed and we don't know when we might uh, ever have income again. But right now, if you get a Honda Accord, we're not going to charge you dick for at least three months. Dude, okay, yeah, I've been seeing like car commercials. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's some fucking hard times, but you know what? Buy a car, we'll deliver it to you. <laughs> well, yes, like, delivery cars. <laughs> I, I'm gonna admit something to you, Ryan. I committed a crime recently. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, I got internet recently. I don't know if it's ever gonna show up because everybody's so. But fucked uh, because of the virus, so nobody can actually install the internet. But I had to prove my uh, residency. Okay. Well, I can't do that without forging uh, <laughs> legal documents. <laughs> because my name isn't on any of the bills, and I'm not on the lease. So <laughs> I, I, uh, I got my T-Mobile bill. And uh, I downloaded the PDF and replaced my address on it with uh, the correct address and then printed that out, scanned it like it was delivered in the mail, and then emailed that to uh, the cable company to (laughs) prove to them that I live at my apartment. Now, technically, I probably didn't break a law because if you call T-Mobile to verify my account, it is listed under that address now, but it wasn't until the other day because I forgot. It was actually listed as my address from six years ago, I believe. Uh, So that's a thing that I did 
And Verizon apparently said they got the document, but they still have not called me to schedule a installation date. So that's great. They said originally that I could self-install. That turned out to be a lie. What what what's that even mean? You just like plug something in? <laughs> yeah, they they like send you the router and instructions of where to hook it up if your building has already been set up. So like the the thing to connect the router is under my desk. It's already been set up. So all I would have to do is plug it in and then activate my box. But because I'm a fucking lunatic and I got gigabit internet, uh, our building isn't set up for gigabit. So they have to come here and uh, change some things around in the box downstairs. Now, I'm assuming you got this nice gigabit internet in anticipation for the convention, yes? In theory, I did, but I don't think it's going to show up in time. So uh, plan B is to run an ethernet cable out my window into the basement. <laughs> wow because there's a it turns out there's a window directly under me and i bought a 150 foot ethernet cable good fucking god man it's uh it's gonna be a wild wild ride it should be enough because i think i really only needed 75 feet because the router is directly below my bed. So shouldn't have been that that shouldn't be that hard to do. I honestly don't know if I need it. I've run so many tests. I, I think I could do this on Wi-Fi, but if I can do it hardwired, that would make me more comfortable. Uh yeah. I mean I would do the same. <laughs> but I've um, I ran a tw- a twenty hour test stream without dropouts. So it's probably fine. Uh, I think it's about time that we take a break, my friend, because I have to use the restroom, and uh, that's usually when we decide to take breaks. So I'm going to find some nice soothing music for us to listen to. Uh, Soother. Just going to look up calm music for peace and relaxation, and I'm going to play... Lo-fi hip-hop. Lo-fi hip-hop. <laughs> I'm gonna play some music. We'll see you uh we'll see everybody in a little bit. Uh time to take a break. Coming from some guy's bedroom in New York. This is Dead Rat Pizza. Who doesn't love pizza? <laughs> down the And we're back. Time to do another shot, Ryan. Cheers. Cheers! Woo! What is this song we're listening to? Um, you it's said- music from Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, it's What Angel Wakes Me. Is that uh, a cover or is that the song from the game? Okay, so this is a cover, but it's by the man who wrote the original song because this is the primals is the name of his band gotcha so that song sounded familiar but i've never played that game is it based on an original final fantasy song or a previously used song 
I don't think so. Interesting. But well, you know, there is another song that Sokin, the music sound director, came up with uh, that got him in hot water with Power Man 5000. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because he he was accused by them for like, oh, hey, man, you ripped off her song, and I don't know if you want to hear it. Yeah, I'm down to play it. All right. Well, first of all, the Power Man 5000 song, I think, was When Worlds Collide. Okay, so I'm I'm familiar with that. Okay. Uh, let's play a little bit of that for people if they haven't, though. Um, When Worlds Collide. I think that might be Rob Zombie's kid. It's really? something crazy like that. Uh, I gotta wait for this Blurity Mutual ad to go away. I do have ad block. I verified that today. It just doesn't work. Yeah. This is why the cycling worlds collide. What what part specifically should we be listening this for? Part. This part. This part. Yep. Now is it rainy? Out there, now watch yourself for you because we can't go. What is it really? Well, and it kind of breaks off here. I mean, that yeah. beginning part does sound like it could be the song in like a Final Fantasy. Like, it sounds like it could be playing in Midgar as I'm running down a hallway. All right, well, I posted the song in our chat, the one that is from 14 that people raise the stink over. Oh, it's called Sephiroth. That must yeah, mean something. Theme. His name is Fiend. The name of the song is Fiend, but... God damn it, there's another ad. Uh, you know, can you imagine that guy, he's excited to play the game, he goes and gets it, then he gets to this part, and he's just like, son of a bitch! We're off our music again! Oh no! Yeah, you... yeah, that does sound like he just took it. Wait, this is this is not the same song. I didn't just leave the other one on. Nope. What did they did they get like an American band to do this? It sounds like Power Band Five Thousand. I mean, they probably did. They also seem but to have turned all of the uh, sound effects off. That's interesting. Well, they are coming to get us, Ryan. So cool. Uh, be sure to prepare for that. I look forward to it. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have? I have a lot of great things. Uh, hopefully the stream is back on. Rosa told us that we were muted. Which was true. We were muted because I hadn't turned us back up yet. That was intentional. Don't worry. None of it's going to affect the podcast that may or may not get downloaded. So, may or may not get released. So, I posted, uh, I, you know, I was trying to go viral again, classic me. So, I posted a tweet that said, Jack Skellington with a mullet posing next to a pumpkin. The text reads, Pumpkin King. Okay. Which is not that funny, but it's a Tiger King joke. Do you know about Tiger King, Ryan? No. 
My mother was talking about it, but nope. Wow, you are so lucky. Wow, yeah, aren't I? Tiger King is like I was flooded with it for for a few weeks because my roommate watched it and her boyfriend watched it and my mom watched it and everybody on Facebook watched it. So for two weeks, I was getting told every fucking day to watch this fucking meme, watch this show, not a meme. And like, because I've seen all of the memes and seen so much footage, I feel like I've already seen the show and I just didn't want to spend eight hours watching it. Uh, but the point, the reason I bring this up is because I got an automated response from Pumpkin Facts. Oh. <laughs> and it just, it's four pumpkin emojis in a row. And then it says, did you know that seven of the, or six of the seven continents can grow pumpkins? Wow, very nice. It's like a bot that automatically searches for the word pumpkin in response to <laughs> What an insane thing that somebody was so into pumpkins that they decided to make a pumpkin fact bot. Or even crazier, what if that's just a person? What if, and hear me out, it's a sentient pumpkin? Oh no, what if the pumpkins are coming to get us? Yeah, they developed COVID. <laughs> oh, no. So pumpkins could overthrow. I'm going yeah. to investigate. Let's go to Pumpkin Facts. Is this an account run by a person or is this run by a robot? I don't know if it is blah, because <laughs> okay. when I... When I go to click on it, I have to unhide their comment. <laughs> like it's hidden. So, and now it's gone. Oh no. What? No. I'll don't worry. I'll go to Pumpkin Facts direct. You got to go to Internet Archive Wayback Machine. Hold on. Pumpkin Facts. Did their account get deleted? That fast? <laughs> There's somebody that's so crazy. I I don't know what to, I don't know what to say about that man. There's somebody that's so dedicated to pumpkins that they, that they created an account that got immediately blocked. There's already one called Fax Pumpkin. Oh my god. Oh, wait, hold on. I spelled it wrong. They took the i out, which implies to me that maybe this is their wait. third attempt. Or maybe it is a sentient pumpkin because everyone knows pumpkins can't spell. Oh my god. Okay, so they have 377 followers. Their <laughs> their location is Autumn. Ah! <laughs> their wow. description says amazing facts about everyone's favorite gourd. Uh, the picture just seems to be a woman standing in front of a pumpkin. Who's to know if that's the actual owner? They started now. They started in 2017. They do have a pinned or no, not a pinned. Uh their most recent tweet just says shut the fuck up pumpkin facts. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. You Is have bad facts the- fucked you. 
Is there dissension in the uh, pumpkin fandom? And they're using a Getty Images picture of a pumpkin. <laughs> Is that a meme in itself, just putting Getty Images on your picture? <laughs> well, everybody loves stock photos. I can't imagine that Getty gets around that much. <laughs> I don't know. We gotta, you're going to go through the whole portfolio and fact check them, bro? Uh, <laughs> this this motherfucker said, "Did you know a group of pumpkins is called a horn?" <laughs> I'm fucking done with you. No, and somebody said this seems like a pumpkin pumpkin hypothesis, not a pumpkin fact. Six out of ten. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Wow. They don't <sighs> they don't seem to tweet often themselves. But I bet you they have a lot of replies. Yeah, probably. But is that the account that responded to you? <laughs> they said yes. Did you know that Samuel L. Jackson is the official spokesperson for the pumpkin lobby? That oh, one yeah? only has one pumpkin emoji. <laughs> what What is your hypothesis on what these pumpkin emojis mean? I don't know. Maybe it's the factiness of the fact. Yeah. <laughs> this, what's so funny to me is that so like if they're coming to play with with bullshit like Samuel Jackson's the spokesperson spokesperson for the pumpkin lobby, which probably isn't real. They're gonna come at me with a four pumpkin fact about six of the seven content continents can grow pumpkins. So like, are they spitting facts or truth? <clears throat> Uh, you keep them guessing. You mix the lie with the truth and no one can tell the difference. There's at least one person that listens to this podcast that is fucking dying right now. Hopefully they're not <laughs> actually dying. Yes, please don't die and have this be distress property. But we are here to discuss facts, pumpkin facts. <laughs> Did you know that artificial pumpkin flavor doesn't taste like pumpkin because it's based on... A type of pumpkin that was wiped out in 1950. What? That one is only a one pumpkin emoji fact. I don't even know what to think anymore. I got a three Has... pumpkin fact for you. Did you know pumpkin yeah. pie was banned in the South during the Civil War as it was considered a symbol of Northern sympathy? I mean... You know, I, I don't know how, but it just sounds so mundane enough it could be real. This is funny. This is a four pumpkin fact. Did you know, prior to the introduction of pumpkins to N America, children carved beets for Halloween? I think that is true. What's interesting is that they were far from reaching their tweet capacity of 280 characters. What is it up to now? <laughs> But, yeah, it's 280. But they decided to say an America. <laughs> <laughs> so what what you're saying is they had to fill that space. They well they wanted to get us that fact so quick that they decided to abbreviate and also they didn't know uh didn't seem to use any commas. Oh no, there is a comma. I feel like did you know should have a comma? Then, prior to the introduction of da-da-da, comma, children did this. Should we maybe also have a comma between the number of pumpkin emojis? I mean, yeah. 
Holy shit. Hell, I don't even remember the significance of commas other than the se- separate, you know, words. That's when you take a <laughs> breath. Yeah, sir, but like, you know, something. You know what? Fuck you. I, I I can't do grammar. I'm I'm out. I found a five pumpkin fact. Oh my god! Did Lay you know the human brain is about the same weight as the average pumpkin? Hmm. And then they retweeted, "Pumpkin is probably the hardest shit I've ever had to peel." I need to talk to them. <laughs> is that a fact? <laughs> uh, I need to talk to this person and ask them how they determine the correct number of pumpkin emojis. Yeah, this is the biggest mystery. <laughs> yes. Like the all-seeing eye on the pyramid. How do I tweet And then that? pumpkin emojis. How do oh. you determine the number of pumpkin emojis to place before the fact? Jesus Christ. Oh, did I ever play you this gem? This was from an episode that we did, Ryan. So you probably remember me doing it, but I added music. Hey, do you like comedy? Do you like when people sometimes talk about what they jack off to? Ooh, that's scratchy. It's probably because it's overloading my sound card. Let's try again. Uh, hey, do you like comedy? Do you like when people sometimes talk about what they jack off to? Well, maybe you should listen to Dead Rap Pizza. Dead Rap Pizza is a podcast where you can listen to comedy and things that we jack off to. Sometimes we talk about video games. Sometimes I have my friend Ryan on here. Say hi, Ryan. No, no. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we're always talking about what we jack off to. Because that's Dead Rap Pizza. Dead Rap Pizza is a podcast on the internet. You can go to deadrappizza.com and download your dead pizza rats. You can go to iTunes. You can go to Spotify. Sometimes we drink beers. Sometimes we do shots. But we always jerk off our dicks. Yep. And we tell you what we jerked our dicks off to. Because we're the Dead Rat Pizza Podcast. Check us out at deadrappizza.com. And here I am wondering why people stop downloading the show. <laughs> but you, you, you were intentionally trying to... I mean, yes, kill. that was intentionally supposed to be a bad commercial. But also, like, listen to how fucking faded I am. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes, you were fucked. <laughs> this is um, irrefutable facts. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty irrefutable pumpkin facts, even. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I thought I had another thing I was going to click on. I guess not. We'll see if Pumpkin Facts responds to us. I'm going to leave this tweet window open for a while. Uh, oh, Rosa sent some stuff in the chat. Corn Facts run by a rowboat. Let's check this out. A rowboat or a robot? <laughs> <laughs> they said rowboat. <laughs> you know someone shared a a a sample of our show to me they said it was one of the funniest things they'd ever heard i think it was tony tony of the uh bow 
family. Uh, was it the thing where you asked me if I've ever watched porn? <laughs> yeah, and then and then we both just laughed for about 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, that was pretty good. So let me see. Uh, this is from Swift on Security. Finally found a problem that Gordon couldn't solve. What? What? <laughs> the United States has effectively only two politically fail-safe responses to a crisis. Foreign, impose economic sanctions. Domestic, put more corn in it. Is this a, a Twitter account? I don't know. I'm going to go to their main page and see how much corn there is. I don't see a lot of corn tweets. This seems like a normal person's Twitter account. Yes, very normal and well adjusted. They do have somebody responding that seems to be driving a truck without a shirt on. So we do have that to look forward to. Excellent. Maybe he's on smallwangs.com. Small wangs. Yeah, I'm still getting emails from dinky ones. Oh, yeah, dinky ones. Maybe I should finally uh, block them from email. <laughs> I need to invest. <laughs> I, do you want to invest in small penises? Do you have a small penis of your own? Maybe you don't. Invest in dinky ones today, and you can have a capitalist monopoly on small penises. Hell yeah. I used to be a nobody with a small dick. Now I just have a small dick, but lots of cash. Hell yeah. yeah. What a what a wild wild couple of crazy guys we got here. Uh. You know, Ryan, I'm already reaching that point where I want to pee some more. I said that like oh. like peeing is something that I actively want to do. Like that's something that I strive for in my life. Yeah, you know. What do you you know what do you do for fun? Pee. Pee. <laughs> I'm a simple man. I like porn, football, and emptying the snake. Yeah. Mostly things that come out of my uh penis I'm interested in. Yes. Whether that be piss, cum, or uh, shit. Or <laughs> coming out of my dick. Or maybe yeah. one of my sounding tools. I'm always... Oh, <laughs> no. I'm just pro things going out that sweet, sweet snake hole called the urethra. <laughs> uh <laughs> Oh, Rosa said they sometimes rename their account to Corn Facts. They normally just talk about computers. <sighs> I once made a Twitter. It's still around, but I never update it. It's called Doors in Anime. Oh. Did I ever talk to you about Doors in Anime? Nope. I This is an idea I came up with. I think it was last, it might have been two Oticons ago. Let me look. Yeah, it was two Oticons ago. Although I've had this idea in my head for probably five or six years. And 
you know, I guess I could have done it at my own anime convention, but I decided not to host any panels myself. But the idea is that I do a panel where I show up, I play calm, calm music in the style of Calm Thursday, and then I just do a one-hour presentor- presentation, a one-hour presentation about doors in anime. And it's a little. Yeah, so this is the kind of stuff that you can make panels out of. This. This is just like a weird idea I had, and I would deliver it in a very soft voice. And so me and well, my friend Kyle, Kyle fucking loved this idea, and so we started a Twitter account called Doors in Anime. And uh, here's. <laughs> I'm going to read a couple of the tweets. The first tweet, having trouble choosing the best door for my avatar. (laughs) That was at, uh, it was August 11th, 2018 at 9.56 PM. Then (laughs) 10 minutes later at 10.06 PM, my second tweet found one I, I like that you uh, put on that voice just before you like, <laughs> okay I have one do you know what the, the joke that nobody has pointed out yet though the door that I picked is from a Disney movie it's not even an anime it's from like Monsters Inc but everybody just <laughs> They just took it at face value. Oh, I seem to have lost Ryan. Oh, no. Ryan. Earth to Ryan. This is the first time I've had that problem in a long time. Sure is scary that we're doing this uh, online anime convention. Let's try again. Oh, well, you know, this kind of thing could happen. So, anything, uh, gotta be prepared for anything. Well, time to open up the old Skyperino. Let's see if we can call Ryan. That's loud. Hello? Hey, Ryan. What the fuck I don't happened? Know. I, uh, Discord crashed. I thought you were fucking with me, man, because you were going to tell me what the punch sign about your fucking door game is. Oh, no, man. I, and uh... Then you fucking went radio silent. Yeah, let me... I got to turn you down now that you're on, uh... Now that you're on Skype. Skype's a lot louder, it seems. Listen, JP, I'm very upset. Uh, I, I'm, like, on the edge of my seat here, my dude. Ooh, I apparently don't have control over your your volume. That seems like a bad feature. Do I have volume in Skype? This is why I don't like Skype, because it's useless. I mean, it used to be the shit, you know? I can take a snapshot of our call? What do you do with that? Yeah, Skype used to be a really big deal. Um, not so much anymore. Let me see. 
because I believe I can go into audio and video and adjust your volume in there. Yeah, because you're way too loud. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? Hey, Ryan, how you doing? That sounds better. Well, Ryan, now that we got that solved, I have to pee. So I'm going to play the, the Jeopardy music some more. Oh, okay. So scared that you don't want me here in the corner of the living room reading subtitles because I can't hear the show you put on the noise while you're laughing in the kitchen pouring drinks over ice and I am not the time to go out every oh, night because I just need What the song rules, Ryan? Eat my ass. This is Hot Mulligan. <laughs> I was listening to this song on repeat earlier today. So that was a weird uh, technical thing that happened to us right there. We got back up, though. For whatever reason, Discord stopped working, but only for me. But my internet is fine. So that's a really comforting thing to uh, have happen considering I've based my entire online convention around that app. <laughs> you know? Fuck! Good thing you're uh, not asking for money. Yeah, I wonder why... Because I had that happen once, one other time. Uh, this was two years ago. I just wasn't able to log on to Discord or access their website. And uh, then one day it just started working. <laughs> so... We were talking about doors in anime. I don't know when you lost me, but so I was talking about a door that happens you- in uh, <sighs> in a show. Oh, my webcam got fucked up too. You were gonna talk about how no one comments on this one thing, like the joke. Oh no, the joke is the joke is that it's dumb. Don't say it. That's what I said, but then, you know. So, this is the first post from Doors and Anime. This door is from episode 8 of Steins Gate Zero. Oh my god. At 23 minutes and 18 seconds, looks like mahogany, they cut away after Christina walks up. It's uncertain whether she opens this door or not. Hopefully they fix that in the Blu-ray release. What are you parodying? <laughs> I'm a Dorotaku. Wow, JP. Here's another one. This door is from episode one of Welcome to the NHK at 11 minutes and 30 seconds. Someone rings the doorbell, which is rude. Sato thinks it's the electric company. Spoilers, it's not. It's not. And then I have another picture of the same door. Here's a better picture from five minutes and six seconds. Sato's having trouble opening the door, which might be a continuity error because it's shown later on that this door functions properly. Uh, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Stop. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I didn't really post a lot. Oh, here's one from... Uh, did you ever watch the show Erased? Um, no. Then this might not make sense to you. 
These doors are from episode one of a race at six minutes and 55 seconds. Satoru's mom comes over unannounced and leaves the door, the one in the background, unlocked. How rude. I hope he talks to her about it. Currently, nothing is known about the door in the foreground. Yeah. Um, if there's a joke there, I don't know what it is. Uh, the joke is that in episode one of that show, spoilers, his mom gets murdered because she leaves the door unlocked. Riff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Woof. So. Whip. Well, let that be a lesson, kids. Yeah, I guess. Don't have doors. Yeah. Just don't. Just don't build doors. Just walls. Just walls. Just walls. Um. Yeah. So let's move on to good idea. The. <laughs> let me see if I can find. Where did my notes go? Here they are. My my roommate's been watching this show called Married at First Sight. Have you heard of this show? Um, what's that like an MTV show? Yeah, it's really bad. It's a it's a reality show where people they meet and they immediately get married. Uh, for what? For why? <laughs> because I don't know, man. All right. Because <laughs> they're out of their fucking minds. Uh, are they like the, the does the TV show try to find people who just like immediately meet and marry, or do they just like, hey, we're gonna hook you up with somebody completely random. You have to sign a legal contract and marry them. Sort of. But you'll be on our TV show. Well, everybody shows up knowing that they're showing up for the show. <laughs> so there's like forty people that show up. That are actively looking for a wife or husband, and they meet these matchmakers, and they they have interviews with everybody, and then the matchmakers pick like four or five pairs. I'm just looking to get my dick wet, you know what I mean? And so we've been watching this show, and it's so crazy because like, you know, I think of people that I dated for a few months, few years. I can't imagine entering a marriage contract with somebody I met that day. Like, they don't meet until the wedding. The first time that, they've seen each other scary. is at the altar. That's a little scary. <laughs> it's such a, a weird concept for a show. And they can get divorced. That's like part of the part of the thing is like, well, if you want to get divorced at the end of the reality show, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what about, you know, like... My stuff, your stuff, like prenups, etc. None of that matters if we've only known each other for a month, Ryan. Well, yeah. I mean, when you... I know we've only been married for a month, but uh, you're trying to take away my millions? My podcasting millions? JP, you know I've always wanted a taste of that sweet, sweet gab. <laughs> yes, I do own a percentage of the company gab. Yeah. Whatever happened to that? Didn't they get shut down? I mean, probably. Who who operates nowadays, right? I don't know, man. It it's it's so interesting to me when people get kicked off of social media platforms for breaking the rules and then they 
they try to make their own social media platform and, and are surprised when it doesn't work out. Oh my god, there's so many of those. Like, oh, Gab is still around, but it's like Twitter barely works. And what I mean by that is, yes, there's a lot of people with millions of Twitter followers, but t- think about your average person. They might have a Twitter account, but they don't actually use it. You know, my roommate and her boyfriend have Twitter accounts. They've never logged on. They might have three Twitter accounts because they keep losing their password. My mom has four. She's probably following Oprah on all four of those. That's four four Oprah (laughs) followers. Wow. Hey, uh, I could use some followers. Any of my friends feel like making multiple accounts is make me look more important. <laughs> you know, think about how many how many people like my mom follow Oprah five times. That's why she's got so many damn followers. Uh, but it's just like the real world isn't on Twitter. It's like dorks like us and, and- uh, like journalists. So to think that you're going to make a more niche version of Twitter is so funny. Or like all of the like YouTube alternatives, like Vimeo and BitChute. Oh man, those those. I mean, I thought those were like urban myths, you know. I mean, Vimeo exists. The thing with Vimeo is, I think they exist for filmmakers because it's really expensive to have an account. But I think the the video quality you can upload is better for some reason. I can't think of a reason. Why anybody would start a Vimeo account instead of a YouTube account unless you can post higher quality shit there. And like, we used to use... Didn't we posted all our anime commentaries on... What was it? Blip? Was that the name I think of it? That was, I think that was it, yes. I don't think any of that's still around. Cause, Damn! You know, it's just like the server capacity required to do something like that is out of this world. <laughs> like I can't imagine. I'm I'm about to release a seven megabyte file to a to the world, and I'm nervous about server crashing. I can't imagine like trying to host the world's video. It's not a lot of money in it. I don't think YouTube makes money. Um. Well, they certainly tried to bleed people dry. Yeah. What are they doing? No, be evil corporation. Oh, sure. Well, that's fair. Well, they are uh, taking all the Mako out of the planet. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, do they ever talk about why they put the Mako in soldiers' eyes? That just seems to be a common thing that everybody knows about. Does it give them special powers? Uh, I believe there was a thing. Um, if you play Crisis Core, they go into detail on that crap. But I don't remember because it's been fucking years I never played that game it was like on PSP only correct and it's pretty good excellent yeah yeah actually you know um, I 100% at that game and uh, uh, we all know what happens at the end of Crisis Core because it's about Zack sure Come on, Zappy. You, you know, he right? gets he gets he gets killed, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, my point is, I still cried when I got there. Cause I mean, 
Zach is such a good character, and that uh, story was pretty good. That's some Better Call Saul syndrome, my dude. That's the other oh. game that I'm game. game. <clears throat> uh, I've also been watching Better Call Saul. The season is over. My heart breaks. So now it's probably going to be two years before that show's over. Hopefully all the actors are still around. Because, <laughs> like, they're pretty fucking old, man. Yeah. I, I think, mean, uh, look at Alex Trebek. He's Alex like 90. <laughs> Dude, we were watching Jeopardy the other day, too. Not Jeopardy. Alex Trebek is Wheel of Fortune? No, he is Jeopardy. <laughs> oh, my God. You're killing me. I'll fucking I'll fight you. I'll fight your face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh I got a quiz for us to do. Oh, you know, I was also watching uh Undercover Bosses. Have you ever seen that show? Um was Gordon Ramsay on that one? Probably that one? not. That's like that's hell. That's hell kitchen, kitchen nightmares. Okay, because I know there was like a thing where like Gordon Ramsay went undercover or whatever. But no, okay, Just say no. No, this is a. Uh, this is where imagine if you go to work, and there's a new employee, and you have to train them, and they're asking you about all the things that suck at your job. But it turns out that that was the CEO of the company in disguise. What if I like offer to go down on him like immediately upon meeting him? You think that'll make him mad or he'll be excited? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to tell you, man. Hey, yo, I was willing to suck you off before I knew you were the CEO. <laughs> now I know you're the CEO. Now I really want your dick. <laughs> Where am I going with this? I don't know. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, I guess that could happen. Uh, no, so I'm watching this show. Now, for the most part, every time uh, the boss reveals himself at the end, they do something crazy. They're like, you know, I never knew how hard it was to fold a hamburger, but you taught me how to fold a hamburger. I'm going to give you $20,000. Oh, that's uh that's usually how an episode ends just like a ceo that wants the whole world to see them being nice yeah there was an episode about this this place called bikinis bikini bottom and uh one of the employees of bikinis told them that they didn't want to wear their bikini because they were on a tv show because they lie to these people and say they're on like um a reality show for some reason or another while the CEO's undercover. So this one one of the women didn't want to wear her bikini because she didn't want to be on national television in a bikini. And um, she also told him that she doesn't see herself being there in five years and that she's applying for other jobs. So when he reveals himself as the boss, he fires her. Wow. He's like, I just don't think you have what it takes to be a bikini girl. Your heart's not in the right place. And it's like, no shit. I don't want to work at your dive bar bikini <laughs> fucking. Like, are you, what? <laughs> you think I wanted uh, to be a waitress at your bikini bar for the rest of my life? You fucking sociopath. I mean, didn't you? And then she like, she like breaks down crying, like cusses him out and storms off camera. 
which is the right thing to do because he's like i'll help you find another job and she's like fuck you you brought me on a national television to fire me you're an asshole yeah yeah i don't think you have what it takes to be a bikini girl jp do i have what it takes to become a bikini girl i hope not oh all right i don't need you to be in a bikini ryan I mean, you say that, but you haven't seen me in the beginning. <laughs> Rosa said corn is not food. Corn is a platform. Fact. You're slowly realizing it's been literally years, maybe decades, since you ate any meal made without corn. I absolutely guarantee you every meal you've eaten in the last 365 days has been made with corn. Did you eat something packaged in a paper bag? It's lined with corn. Did you eat something with citric acid? That's not lemon, that's corn. Did you eat something with honey in it? It's diluted with corn. Did you eat raw honey? Bees are fed corn. Oh, no. Um, all right. Cows eat corn, but milk isn't made from corn, right? Correct. Except what is milk fortified with? Vitamin D? How does vitamin D get into milk? It's soluble in vegetable oil and then mixed in. What's vegetable oil made from? Corn. So when we say corn, we're like K-O-R-N, like that band? Yes, the band. Everything has been made by the band Corn. Jonathan Davis is a uh, food biologist. <clears throat> I knew it. I knew that name had to come from something. Jesus. I'm going to try opening Discord again. This is Discord certing. <laughs> hey, now it works. Hell Interesting. Yeah. yeah, now it's working just fine. Do you still have Discord open? Yes. I'm going to call you back on that and see if you can answer. If you do that. Watch all of Double Ryan's. Yeah, do it. Right now it's vibrating. Are you getting a call? All right, I forgot I'm set to busy. <laughs> Join. There you go. Ooh, double Ryan's. Yeah, Ryan. I'm going to exit from Skype. Well, that sure was a thing that happened. Yeah, unfortunately. Ooh, now i got to turn you back up. Uh, yeah, it's what's What's so strange about that is that I don't know why it happened and also why it just magically works now. Like, that is so disconcerting in so many different ways. I think what happens... Maybe there was an update that was pushed out. Maybe, yeah, there was an update. Maybe my app tried to update it at the same time and it just froze the platform. Uh, because I can't think of any other reason why it would have just stopped working temporarily and now works. The fact that I couldn't a a go to the website either, that was weird. I'm going to see if I can do that now. Now I can go to the website. Jesus Christ. Thanks, Discord. Thanks for giving me a heart attack. Yeah, heart attack. I, uh... Yeah, I, I definitely need to have a backup in case Discord fails. So, glad that we learned this. 
Good old fashioned phone call. Blurry Mutual. So, Ryan, I have one more thing for us to talk about. Oh. It is a. Sax on the beat. You've been chatting the whole time. Who are you typing to? Um, Some bitch? Dude, do not talk about my waifu like that. Yeah? I got nothing. What's up? So, I'm going to pull up this list. We've been streaming for about two hours. I think it's. I think we're going to take one more quick break. <clears throat> then we're going to do this quiz. And then we're going to call it a night. Cool. So, uh, let me find some music. Some calm music. Some calm Thursday. And we'll see you in a little bit. It's not Thursday. Welcome back to Dead Rats Pizzas Pizza Pizza Rats Pizza Pizza Dead 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 Rats. That was uh, Algernon Cadwaller. Cadwaller. Such a damn same because their music sounded so good, but their voice. Just... <laughs> I know they're so crazy. Time to do a shot. We're gonna regret this and cheers. Shot. I wonder if anybody <laughs> dies. I wonder if anybody does shots with me as I say that. Well, I would if I had alcohol. Um, I'm responding to a text, which is what you do when you're doing a live podcast. What I do. Um, ooh, I got to do a little bit of a chase ski. Okay. Water? Uh, no, it's Modelo. Modelo also has a coronavirus ad where they're like, we at Modelo donated $5 million to... Um, Sad kids. Yeah. Or something. I just wish, you know, for fucking once that companies could like, I don't know, not, could they maybe not like just for once, like you don't need to make a coronavirus ad. Just run the same shit you were running last week. I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge you. I know I can't go get a double whopper. But for fuck's sake, oh, it's so insulting when I hear, and I know we already said it, I know you're not thinking about Burger King, but Burger King is thinking about you. That is offensive. I mean, yeah, but like I said, I feel bad for the people who work there because like, I want them to get money. I do too, but you know what I want for them more than for them to get money is I want for them to get to stay home and still get paid because that's the right thing to do. Do you do you understand, Ryan? I don't want to get into a political soapbox, but it's going to happen. I've had three or four shots. Do you understand that right now I make more money on unemployment than they are working at Burger King? Do you know how fucked uh, up that is? Yeah, um, actually, you're not the only person 
who I know is making more money out of unemployment than actually working. Now, I'm not making the same amount of money that I did working full time. It's it's a pretty dramatic pay cut for me, but I'm not buying stuff, so it doesn't matter. I'm still able to pay my rent and, and get food. You know, and I can't save anything during this time, but like I'm by not working I make more than a minimum wage worker. <laughs> and that's a pretty big problem in in uh in our country. And I don't know what the answer to that is. Obviously, somebody would have to just raise federal minimum wage to some amount. Then everybody would complain. And that's, the, you know, it's it's hard because then there's all the people that were already making $15 an hour that now feel like they're being undermined because now Burger King workers are making that. But the problem is much bigger than I think a lot of people realize. The problem isn't that, hey, if we pay Burger King workers... $15 an hour, they're now making the same as uh, somebody going off to the military. The problem that we need to look at is why is the military paying that poorly? <laughs> you know? Everybody blanket is not making enough money. And I don't understand why that's a bipartisan issue. Uh, because uh, that, everybody... Not a bipartisan issue? No, it is though. Because there's a lot of people that don't think that people deserve but, a, a living wage. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I, I thought bipartisan would imply that it is for all parties. Oh, maybe I misspoke. I don't understand why that's a thing that's debated politically. I think it should just be like, I, I, I it's, I'm hard pressed to find somebody that doesn't think they're worth more money or doesn't want to get paid more money, regardless of political belief. But, you know, I still have managed to meet people. I have met people that don't think that they should get paid more than they do. <laughs> and that is some, like, really, really good brainwashing that somebody did to them. Because if I, if I came to you, Ryan, I don't know if you have a job. I don't care. No. Well, if I came to you and you had a job and let's say you were getting $25 an hour, that's not bad. If I said, hey, Ryan... What if I give you 35? Would you come to me and say, I don't think the job's worth 35. I'm cool with 25. Or would you take the raise and like buy more anime figures? I'd take the raise. You know, I met somebody. We were arguing on Facebook because I was posting about how I, I think the essential workers need more money. I think that they, I thought they needed more money before this, by the way. And this motherfucker. Yes, yes, I know. This, I know. I just need to make it clear that this isn't a coronavirus thing. This motherfucker comes into my in my comments. It's a guy I've known, and he's like, "Well, I don't, I don't know if they need that much money." And I was like, "You don't think you deserve a raise?" He's like, "I already make seventeen dollars an hour. I think that's fine." I'm like, "You're being forced to work during the pandemic. You should be making double that." And he's like, "I don't know, maybe like twenty dollars." Like, what do you? What are you arguing about? I'm not in charge of how much money you make. You could make as much money as you want in this hypothetical conversation. Why are you cutting yourself short, my man? You know, like in, in the magical imaginary world where we can give ourselves raises, this guy was worried about the bottom line. <laughs> it's just fucking bonkers. I don't know what to tell you. I believe that everybody should get at least $35 an hour. 
and well, the man be damned with how to pay for it. Yeah, um, I mean, I would love that because then you know, I, 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 I don't know, JP. I don't fucking know, JP. Damn it. <laughs> Um, you know, I don't know if I necessarily believe in a universal basic income. Uh, I think that unemployment is, is, you know, I don't know. I don't know enough about politics to be able to have that conversation, but I do believe that working people should make more money. Platypus Rosa said, no wage, only spend. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that's correct. But I'm just an angry union boy. What the fuck do I know? I know that when I started making more money, I wasn't as depressed. I no longer had panic attacks about how to pay the rent. I can now go to anime conventions when I feel like it without having to save for the whole year. You know? It's, It's just like so crazy how many things are dictated by how much money that you make every year. I used to be so fucking miserable. I never went out. I never did anything. I never went on vacation. I still don't go on vacation, but that's because I hate people and I hate places. Um, But I'm able to go to a couple anime conventions every year now because I'm fortunate enough to have a job that pays better. And I want everybody to have that luxury. You know, I'm I'm not buying yachts. I don't have yacht money. You know, well, I'm not, I'm not wearing Gucci with like $10,000 fucking gold rings. You know, I'm just, I just have enough money to like buy a video game on a whim. You know, that used to be a big fucking deal. Like, should I get Gears of War or should I get Halo? I can only get one. And if I want the other one, I have to wait a few months. That's only $60. That's crazy. Yes, I I agree, man. <laughs> you know, I you know again, I don't want to turn this into a political debate. You already know where I stand politically, and I know that a lot of people don't care. I'm not here to preach to you about which side to vote for, because I know that just pisses people off, even if they agree with you a lot of times. Uh, but in terms of uh, wages and uh, the man getting us down, that is something that I'm very passionate about. And that's both sides. So that, that is very much a uh, an all-around problem. It's, it's Democrats and Republicans that are fucking us on that one. So let's move on. Let's talk about video games. Uh, I, I pulled up this list because I didn't know what we could talk about. And so I found a list of 20 video game questions. Oh, God. No. No, no, no. Well, it's kind of like the stuff that we do every week. Some of them I think we're going to skip. Some of them are going to be really quick. But, you know, I, I like talking about video games with you, Ryan, and I find that sometimes that's the thing that you're best uh, at talking about. Okay. So, Ryan... Question number one, and I didn't look at this list ahead of time, so we're on the same page now. Oh, boy. What is your favorite video game of all time? That's a tough question, but recently I've been thinking it is 
by Seer Mechanics Rune Factory, uh, the series, but I'll go with Rune Factory 4, simply because of the amount of depth in the systems of that game. Everything works together so well. A close second, and I have to say it, is obviously going to be Final Fantasy XIV, because I've spent a long fucking time in this game. Interesting. Rosa said, I live as if I'm poor regardless, and if I do have money, I spend it on vintage synthesizers, which is fucking dope. I wish I had a synthesizer. I don't. I have some virtual instruments if I really want to fuck around, but I, I really wish I had an analog synth. Even like a mini Moog, like the fucking cheap ones you can get at Guitar Center, that would be sick. Uh, my favorite video game of all time Probably Super Mario RPG or Yoshi's Island. Uh, it's it's tough because I've played them both probably a similar amount of time. Uh, but my gut is telling me Super Mario RPG. And I don't know if it's going to be as well thought out of an answer as you because I've had a lot of shots. Uh, but the game always just makes me feel good. In my pants. I mean, yes, of course it does. You know, it's just like going from town to town and, and how quirky it is. Like, I just, I feel like we don't get games like that. And when we do, they don't, they don't feel the same. Like, they tried to do it again with Paper Mario and Mario and Luigi. But I have not played a game that feels like Super Mario RPG since then. I I probably never will again. Mm, No, probably not. Yeah, I just, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's that people were figuring out as they were going along. Like, that's the same thing with Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening, they were making it up as they go. And you can kind of feel it, and it's charming. Like they're making this game because they're having fun making this game. Whereas, like Mario Odyssey's great, but it doesn't, it doesn't hit the same. Damn. You know. See, I I just I really hope that I'm I'm scared that Rune Factory Five is going to feel that way for me. Oh, there's a new one coming out. Well, it's in development, and, you know, I may have mentioned this before, but, like, Rune Factory, the company that made it, went out of business some years ago, but the their employees got bought up, Yeah, and they were, like, commissioned to put on a new series of games, and they were allowed to release uh, uh, the Rune Factory 4 on Switch. But I'm worried that, like, it'll just be like, nah. Well, fuck you. You know what I think a lot of it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play devil's advocate, even though uh, I feel like that term has has been kind of sullied. Uh, if I played Super Mario RPG for the first time right now, would I feel the same charm? If you played Rune Factory for the first time now. Would it have the same impact? And I wonder if it's just because these are things we played when we were growing up. I played Rune Factory 4 like seven years ago. Still. You know, I watched Gurren Lagann probably seven years ago. And that show is one of my favorites of all time. If I watched it today, would I care? 
that, dude. Gurmagon came out in like 2007, though. Yeah, it's 2020. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was 13 years ago. Uh, you know, I just like I think that that nostalgia plays a big role in how we perceive things. I I still to this day think my early podcasts are my best. Even though are they? <laughs> you know? Like I think that some of the stuff we do lately is really fucking good and I I think that the production quality has been brought up to a level that I never thought possible. But I still look back and I'm like, yeah, but wasn't that episode me and Ryan did about ducks at Chipotle kind of the one? <laughs> Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember which episode that was, but one of the first episodes me and Ryan ever did. It was like, I think it was a half hour long. And somebody paid me $5 to do a podcast on... Chipotle from the perspective of a duck, which is a weird thing. Well, it was a it was a joke idea that I had because I I said I was trying to make some money in classic grifter fashion, and I said, "Hey, for five dollars, I'll do a podcast on anything you want. You want us to do podcast about uh, I don't know, Inuyasha." Five dollars. You want us to do a podcast on Chipotle, but we're ducks? Five dollars. And somebody gave us five dollars, and I said, so what do you want us to do the podcast on? And they're like, I want to hear about duck Chipotle. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's what we did. Very nice. And I don't, I have the episode somewhere, but I don't remember... It would be very difficult for me to find it quickly. At one point in the website history of my many websites, I had a directory. I had a guest directory where I would list the first episode they were ever on. So I knew at one at one moment where the duck episode was. But God damn it, if I could find it now. Uh, number two, what game... What's a game that you thought you'd like, but you actually hated? Star Ocean 4. (laughs) God, I'm still pissed about that, dude. Yeah? Because I love Star Ocean 3 and 2, but those motherfuckers had to go and... Oh my god, the story is fucking terrible. The main character is stupid. Oh, where do I... Nothing is done right in that game, Sean Paul. Nothing. Everything that they could have done for the worst they did except you know it looks pretty which fucking great but you know so why the game sucks ass i feel like you've done a podcast on this before this sounds Maybe. very familiar i i need to think for a minute what's a video game that i thought i'd like but i actually hated i don't play a lot of video games ryan my hero my hero my hero academia the fighter edition um you know i'm 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 thinking about like all the times where i'd buy bargain bin games and i thought they'd be good i bought this one game 
I don't remember what it was called. It had an enemy in it called Trogdor. And I didn't know this was a thing already. So I just. Trogdor from Strong Bad. I didn't realize it was a Strong Bad joke. So I just thought, I just thought this video game company's like, yeah, it's Trogdor, the fucking demon of the underground. I was like, get the fuck out of here, Trogdor. Trogdor. Was there a song? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, what's a game Final Fantasy X2? Right. That's a game that I thought I'd like and I didn't. Final Fantasy X2. Or, I already thought about it, uh, said it out loud, um, Paper Mario and Mario and Luigi. I keep trying to play these fucking Mario and Luigi and Paper Mario games. I haven't played every one of them, but every couple, like every five years, I'll pick one up, and every single time I hate it. Fuck. So I'm coming to get you, Mario. Ryan, are you playing a video game right now? What are you doing? I may or may not be surfing through porn. Are you grinding? Well, I mean, what are you doing? You grinding in, in uh, Equestria? <laughs> I, I feel more comfortable saying that I was just looking at porn than <laughs> Uh, oh no number three what's a popular game everybody loves but you don't like mm, Mario Kart oh weird you've never gotten into Mario Kart mother man dude I think this has come I up before told you my horror stories like how fucking angry I get when I play that game uh it's it doesn't surprise me Son of a bitch, dude. I don't understand. Everybody's over there having a good laugh. <laughs> and then I'm like, dude, but that motherfucking stupid cells lightning. Fuck. I, I've i never understood Fortnite or Minecraft. Now, I've never played Minecraft, so maybe it's not fair for me to say Minecraft. Fortnite I've tried though and it was so overwhelming that I had to turn it off. Overwhelming. There's so much going on, man. The game just starts and it was like, "Hey, we're about to th- put your fort in this night arena." Gross. Yeah. Uh yeah, I just I could not get into Fortnite. I played maybe 5 or 10 matches. And I had to turn it off because I couldn't figure out how to play. But also just like those types of games, I just, I've never really gotten into like the everybody's online and we just kill each other game. Yes. Well, Battle Royale, I'm not into that either. You know, I've never, I never played a Counter-Strike or like, I know it's not the same type of game, but League of Legends. You know, I like I well what I, I'm I'm gonna say I like games that have a story mode that can be played offline. Overwatch two. Overwatch two has a story mode. Apparently. What do you do? Watch some overs. I don't fucking hey. know, man. Yeah, I mean it's. I'm. Hard. I just I like my hand held. I like the oh. Final Fantasy seven. That's like, yo, we uh. We heard Don Corneo might have some shit over in Sector 6. 
Yo, I hear Don Corneo has Tifa. That's why you went over to him. We should go check it out. Yeah, well, I'm at the point where I have to go visit him again. But yeah, yeah, it's like I'm on the way to go back home, and you see Tifa on a carriage, and it's like I should, I should probably go that way now. <laughs> and yeah. if you try to go any other way, Aerith is like, "What are you doing? Don't what? No." Uh, you know, what's what's interesting, and I don't know what the... Maybe it was translated wrong. So in the original game, she's Eris. A-E-R-I-S. Oh God, are we going to have this conversation? But in the new game, she's Aerith. Yes, that has been a thing since before this, um, Paul. I just never noticed. I always thought like we were just saying it wrong. I didn't know oh, there were man. two different ways. When did they decide the right way? Tom Paul, you're gone. You're fucking wasted, dude. No, man. I don't sit on fucking Final Fantasy VII forums jerking my dick off talking about the pronunciation <laughs> of the fucking flower girl. Well, I, you know, neither do, do I, but it was actually Aerith is her name, so. It's hard because it feels like when I say it but that I have a lisp. I'm, what I'm telling you, John Paul, is that since the birth of the internet, anybody who has paid attention to anything happening around them, yeah, uh, noticed that you know, internet forums are like Aerith. I just got really confused when I turned the game on and she was Aerith. Like, what? Who the fuck is Aerith? Nani. Why did we change it? What's the point? Right? Fuck. I hate this game. Yeah, fuck you and the horse that you rode your come on. What? Wow. I just... Let's move on. Please. Uh, What's a game that you didn't expect to like but ended up liking? Ooh. Hmm. That one's a little Tough harder. One. Yeah, I don't play a lot of games that I don't expect to like. Donkey Kong 3 is one of them. Uh, and maybe Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, shit. There is a game, I know it, but I just, I'm trying to think of what it is. Because I, I know, I remember recently, I what the hell was that? I whistled. Okay. Are you talking um, about the loud horn outside my window? I heard a boop. Oh, I, w- I don't know if that was you or I'm finally losing my mind. I did whistle, but... Well, anyway... What were we talking about? A video oh, yeah, game that you game didn't expect did to enjoy expect but to ended like. up liking. Fuck. Uh, come back to me. <laughs> go go pass. That's fair. Okay. I don't really. Ooh. Yeah, if, uh, Donkey Kong Three is probably a good example because when I saw videos of it, it looked stupid. And then I played it at the arcade the last time I was in Minnesota, and I I really got into it like hard. <laughs> Just gotta really be into that Kong. Donkeying it up. Yeah, I agree. 
Uh, okay. What is the next one? What is the game that you've spent the most hours on? Is it Final Fantasy? <laughs> it's absolutely Final Fantasy fourteen, John Paul. Damn. All right. Look, I have, oh my God, I have a stupid amount of game time. I, I don't even want to tell you. I don't know. Is it, is it like 300 hours? Bruh, is that you, you, you are a sad man that you would sell me that sort. <laughs> is that high or low? Oh my God, it is astronomically low. Oh no. Motherfucker, I I told you, I've been playing this game for five years. Oh, okay? I didn't realize it was out that long. Okay, here, let's um, let's do a little thing. Oh, no. Let me you're still not bored? Quick. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm not. I love it. Let me, <sighs> let me log on. I can pull out my character data and see how long I've been playing. Oh, no. <laughs> Now, let's see. Da, 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 da. Da, da, I mean, da, you know, they release expansions da, da, too. So, I mean, come on. They, they put out new content. It's not like I'm just doing the same thing all the fucking time. Do I get zero credit from you, JP? You, you, pick, you pick yours <laughs> well, I'm while credit. this is loading. Oh, uh, what game has I spent the most hours on? That's yeah. hard to say because I don't... I don't remember... Uh, I mean, I probably put over a hundred hours into each of the Dark Souls games. Borderlands, I'm sure I put in close to a hundred hours. I know that uh, Killer Queen Black, I've put in over forty hours, and that's just a. <laughs> that's, John Paul, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You're I'm gonna, gonna blow my mind. Th- I'm gonna send you this in the message. So. Yeah, you don't think I'm gonna say it out loud? Just, you know, to make sure you know I'm not lying. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> How did you... Uh, is that a thing that shows you every time you log in? No, I type in slash playtime and it tells me. So I have to do the math here. Because it's showing you in days. Yes, 509 days, 19 hours, and 31 minutes. Jesus. Plus 19. So so it's cute. It's very cute that you would say 300 hours. So it's 12,235 hours and 39 minutes. Is this all you do every day? (laughs) Listen, no... But it is what I do with a lot of my day. Look, if it's any <laughs> consolation, I am very good at this game. And yeah, this I account, hope so. This account that I have, I could sell it for a lot of money because I have a lot of things that are very hard to get. <laughs> I just can't imagine you finding things to keep doing. Well, fuck. Maybe I should show you my YouTube channel where... I tackle the ultimate content with my buddies, and we have a grand fucking time. But, you know, it takes us hours and hours of prog. Oh, man. Are you the guy in How to Summon a Demon Lord that gets transported to the world? Dude, I wish. (laughs) Anything to get off this horrible mortal plane. Like, 
I wow. No, I've never played anything that long. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the most of any game I've played is a hundred, maybe two hundred oh. hours. Oh, you know what? This is my main character, but I have an alt character that I've also played on. Oh no! So that one could be more. No, 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 no. This one is definitely the most. So there's more hours to come. Yes. Are you checking that one now? Or are you sparing us that? It's 18 days at uh, least. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's still bad, but it's not as bad. Uh, listen, one day I'm going to sell this account. You have her 50 bucks? Assuming- Man, I'm telling you, my achievements for the people who want to like uh, play in this game and have like clout, I am fucking loaded with clout. Okay. Would it be fun though? Like, if I bought your account, or let's say you just let me log in for a day, would I even have fun being that overpowered? What even quest would I do that you haven't already done? Well, here's the thing. Apparently, they're in this game. High-end content gets sold to people. Like, people will just carry another player through it. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, yeah. I mean... The idea, idea, John Paul, is that they have these things that are of high recognition so that they can sew off. But they didn't have to put in all the work and time I did. I'm just surprised they, that they still have things for you to do after having played that long. Well, motherfucker content keeps coming out. Are there still items you don't have? Well, I mean, yes, technically, but <clears throat> I mean, nothing I'm not going to get. Sure. Well, <laughs> I'm glad that we figured that out. Number six, if you had to marry the last video game, video game character, yeah, that's what I meant to say, video game character that you played, who would it be? It would be my Lollafell then, that I just logged in as. Is that, are they pretty? Are they, what, what? Here, they, I'll show you are they a, pretty a lady? picture of them. I think mine me, would be uh, Cloud Strife. <laughs> So, uh, that seems like it would be a loveless marriage. Yeah, I think so. Ryan is sending me his uh, drow, drow, drow elf right now. JP. I don't know if that's a thing. I just said those words. You're fucking wasted, my dude. Did you know that uh, at one point somebody fucked somebody to get an epic mount in World of Warcraft? So you could be that person. Yeah, I know. Could be on the what receiving end of the fuck. Ryan is currently getting his character ready for me to see. Oh, sorry, I was yelling at somebody in the game. Oh, of course. You playing it right now? God damn it! I knew it. Well, now I'm playing it. Well, let's uh. Here. Okay, now okay. he's gonna share a picture. Oh, that's a cute little elf girl. Yeah. And I have a little minion next to me. Is that a cat? That's a otter. A broader otter nice. wearing a fisherman uh, attire. 
This seems like a very dark pick. Is it nighttime in the game? Yes, it is. <laughs> is your sword and shield really hard to get? Yes, it is. Oh, man. So people just Here. see you and they're like, don't fuck with her. Basically, Are like you I have a video of me beating the content that this comes from. Are you in the upper echelon of players? Are you popular? If if I said your name to another player, would they know who you are? I'm not, but I am definitely in the ranking system very high as a player. So you've been playing that long and you're not one of the people. I'm not like a world famous streamer. Like the real famous people are the streamers that people know. That's interesting. Or the world, like the people who tackle content world first. Like they, yeah. it comes out and they immediately race other players to uh, That's clear so it crazy. first. You're not watch me do a one hit boss run in Dark Souls. <laughs> I watched one of those. I didn't watch all of it, but <laughs> one hit boss run is so offensive. I know that we we went on this rant. I cut a lot of it out because I was embarrassed. We went on a rant how I hate Let's Players, but I definitely have gone through a phase where I've watched a lot of Dark Souls gameplay. Because <laughs> that's like porn. Okay. Um, if you had to live in the world of the last video game you played, what would it be? Well, that's Midgar. It wouldn't oh, be good. Eorzea. That sounds horrible. Yeah. Eorzea sucks. Is that the fantasy realm that your character lives in? It's the world of Final Fantasy fourteen. Have you ever had a crush on a video game character? Yes. I don't know if I have. I'm trying to think. I mean, I, I think that Tifa's attractive. I guess Jesse. Jesse in Final Fantasy VII Remake definitely rang some bells. Uh, but I'm trying to think over the years whether I've had a crush on a video game character. I can think of the first video game character who I really crushed on, Rena Lanford from Stars. And... Is that a dog? Oh, no, I'm thinking <laughs> you said Star Fox. <laughs> you're You're... There, I posted a picture of Rena Lanford. You had that ready. Oh, yeah, she's, yeah, that's your type. That doesn't surprise me. I am. Yeah, I, I haven't really had a lot of video game character crushes. Have you ever? No, I already read that one. What's the first game you ever remember playing? Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mine would either be Super Mario or Tetris. We had the uh, the first Nintendo. I remember blowing into it. Have you ever pretended to be sick to get out of something so you could play a video game? Yes. Oh, I don't think I have. Tell me your story, Ryan. <laughs> well, pff, my friends are like, hey, Ryan, want to hang? I'm like, mm, can't. I'm dead. And uh, I'm Okay. Rosa said first video game was Doom. Nice. Yeah. I presume that's the song for Doom. 
I know as a kid, even though I'd already played Super Mario, I played a lot of computer games like Commander Keen and Duke Nukem. Or Duke Nukem. Nukem. You wasted motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a it was like a platformer. It wasn't the first person yes. game that everybody knows. I um, know. I, I I that game was on DOS, the original Duke Nukem. Um I played this game. It might have been called Scorched Earth, where you shot like a cannon at another cannon. I played Ski Free. That game was dope. Mine Sweeper. I almost said Minecraft. Hugo's House of Horrors. You want to do a Let's Play, I'll do all that. I'll do Hugo's House of Horrors on Let's Play. I had a game called Museum of Madness. You had to walk around a museum with a robot and ask people uh, who Benjamin Franklin was. That was a fucking video game. Okay. Maybe that's maybe that's what I'll do when the con is done. I'll play Hugo's House of Horrors on Twitch. Because everybody wants that. I played a game called Avoid the Noid. You want to, because if he gets you, he's going to molest you. Well, okay. I mean, there was a Noid game on DOS, and there was a Noid game on Nintendo. You ever played Jill of the Jungle? Uh, yes, actually. Yeah. That's another DOS game. See, here's the thing, John Paul. My dad had... My dad was a nerd, all right? He yeah. had a lot of this crap. Uh, Math Blasters was another great one. Yeah, I had that. Those were the good old days. Now with all these PlayStation 5s, suck my dick, Sony. Uh, let's see, what the, what's the next one? What is the last game that you completed? Well, the Rune Factory 4 remake, definitely, that came out on Switch. Uh... <clears throat> This one's tough for me. It really requires you to remember. <laughs> no, I just I don't complete a lot of video games. Uh, I know that I played um, the Norwood Suite. I I beat within the last two years. It only takes like two hours to beat that game. The Lion King S SNES game. I did a let's play of where we beat it. Same with Mickey's Magical Quest. I beat Final Fantasy IX again fairly recently, like within the last three years. I just, I don't, I don't play enough video games. I'm always too fucking tired. Now, now I don't have a job, so I'm playing video games again. Uh, the Evil Within, I played the first one of those, but that was at this point probably six years ago. So, uh, let's see, what is the next one? What game are you playing right now? We've already talked about that. Final Fantasy VII Remake. And also, I am playing Animal Crossing. New Horizons. What game I do you want to play next? <laughs> I don't have Persona a Persona 5 Royal. Oh. Yeah, I have Persona 5, but I never played it. Surprising no one. What you know, when I finish Final Fantasy Seven, I might go back and play uh 
Like 13. I've never played 13. I might play that. There's like five 13s. So that could be fun. There's three of them, Tom Bomb. That's enough. You know how many Final Fantasy 7s there are? It's actually probably five or six now. That was a stupid question. <sighs> Dirge of Cerberus. Cloud Crisis, has black Crisis hair game. Four. <laughs> Crisis. Okay. Crisis. <laughs> I guess there's four. There's the original, there's Dirge of Cerberus, there's Crisis <laughs> Core, and then there's Remake. And then there's Before Crisis, which is a mobile game that is oh, that doesn't released count. in America. Uh-uh, I think it does, John Paul. I mean, if you want to count it, I guess I'll allow it. I do. I, I am. I'm counting it. In your opinion, what is the best video game console? Did you just throw something? Phillips CDI. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to say probably the Super Nintendo. Not because it's graphically superior, but because most of my favorite games come from it. Or the PlayStation 1. <laughs> Rosa said the Amiga CD32. <laughs> yeah. I really like the Vita. ZX Spectrum. I, you know, like, yeah, the PS4 is great. It's got great graphics, but most of my memories come from the Super Nintendo and the PlayStation. I wish the Vita would have done better. I mean, I do too, because. There are so many games on it that are right up my alley that I'll never play because they'll never come to fucking America. Why don't you? Isn't the Vita region free? Bro, I have imported games. They're just I can't. Not in English. Yeah, that's fair. Well, now the online store. Can you even buy games on the Vita anymore? I don't know. Maybe I haven't turned mine on in a while, motherfucker. You could. You, you got your Vita right next to you, I bet, because you were playing with it. Oh, yeah, good point. I'm going to stand up. Standing up. Going to fight against the terrorists. Why did I say that? I wanted to stand up for America. Uh, let's see. Turning on the Vita. Boop, boop, boop. Let's see what games I have on here right now. I got Netflix, Crunchyroll, WWW. Those are great. <laughs> Uh, Alundra, <laughs> Breath of Fire 4. Good game. Chrono Cross, Corpse Party. Uh, I never beat that. Scary. That game's really hard. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 and 9, but no 8. Hot Shots Golf. That game's great. Persona 4 Golden and Tales of Hearts R. For the love of God, open up the PlayStation Store. Okay, shush, shush, shush. Let's see. Please wait, please wait. PS Vita. I mean, I can't imagine them closing down the store. Is it? It can't take up that much server space. No, I I bet they don't didn't actually. Can you still buy games on the PSP? Fuck, probably not. I found a game called Claire. Claire the Extended Cut. Buy now, Claire the Extended Cut for fourteen ninety nine. 
A blend of modern and retro pixel art techniques created in a rich 2.5D world. Panic-based horror. <laughs> that sounds great. There's no uh, pictures of Claire. Should I buy the Claire extended cut? No, Don Paul. Yeah, Keep it together, JP. Yeah, you're right. That's a bad idea. I'm going to throw this back under my bed. Now I need to know what kind of game Claire is. Claire P.S. Vita. Sam Paul, is this what happened when you get drunk? You just lose the fucking plot? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Ryan. I'm coming for your family. <laughs> wow, this game is all in the darkness. Woo, shockers. I just looked up the, uh, all the screenshots are like total darkness. It seems that it's a walking simulator. Okay. Are PC games really superior to console games? Oh, wait, no. Are PC gamers superior to console players? Absolutely not. No, what a stupid question. Next. What is your opinion on Fortnite? Next. Have you ever watched a Twitch stream? Yeah. I like that at the end they really kind of give up. Yeah, they've given up <laughs> have you ever streamed to twitch or youtube have you ever yeah. used a walkthrough and yes. then then their last what's the best weapon you've ever used in a game at least that's a little yeah. better than the others probably that sword and sealed you see me holding right there yeah that's fair i i really like the drake sword in dark souls one I also had a fire sword in Dark Souls 2 that I liked a lot. Uh, I think I shot fire bullets in Borderlands. That's a great way to kill somebody, a bullet that's also on fire. Yeah, but that's tame for Borderlands. Borderlands is nuts. Yeah, you want to you want to shoot bullets that turn people into pedophiles? Um, I wasn't really thinking about that. But, <laughs> sir, what a terrible weapon! <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even kill them; it just turns them into monsters. <laughs> you shoot them, and it just makes a hard drive full of uh, illegal pornography appear in their lap. But also, a cop is already on the way. <laughs> You've got some imagination, JP. That's like some fucking Ratchet and Clank bullshit. You shoot, you shoot them and they do a disco dance into like a into a tour account. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> they really want to play Sad Satan all of a sudden, but they don't know why. I don't know what that is, John. <laughs> Sad. I, I, I said Satan is. I think it's a fake game. Um, I watch a lot of. Well, I haven't since the the Rona, but I used to watch a lot of YouTube videos about like horror and uh, people that would follow specific accounts. And so for a while, people were talking. People were talking about this game called Sad Satan, 
Sad Satan was allegedly one of the scariest games ever made. It was a game you could download off the dark web. And there was only one person that seemingly had a walk, uh, 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 let's play of it. And he's like, yeah, some guy sent me this link. Let's play it. It's Sad Satan. And the game was, you just, it's like a walking simulator, like the 3D maze game. You remember that? Yeah. Or the 3D maze uh, wallpaper. Screensaver. I had a couple weird games. We played the palace, which was just a chat room. You walked from room to room with your avatar and you talked to people. I also had a Charlie Brown dress-up game. But anyway. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's just what I'm remembering from when I found the 3D uh, maze. So Sad Satan is a 3D maze, and every once in a while you walk past a piece of child pornography. Presumably, in the YouTube video, it's all censored, but the person playing it says what's what's on there. And, uh, wow. yeah, it's really fucked up. The what I, the fuck does this have to do with the game itself? Is it just a I'm, vehicle for pornography? I'm, I'm getting there. All right. Uh, so, a lot of people would uh, claim to have a copy of this game, but it would always turn out to be a lie. But somebody did a bunch of research and found out that the guy that posted the video is actually the guy that made the game and that he's also currently in prison for child pornography. So, you know, like that's some nominative determinism, maybe, maybe not self-fulfilled prophecy, if you will. Uh... Don't trust anyone on the internet. I don't. Platypus with cheese said BFG. Big fucking gina? Big fucking gun. Oh, big fucking gun. <laughs> What's the big fucking gun from? Doom. I pl- I don't think I've ever played Doom. And you are pissily dead to me. I played Unreal Tournament 3 on the Xbox 360. Yeah, Unreal Tournament's cool. I'm not going to, like, take that away from you, but... Me and my old roommate, we we got Unreal Tournament 3, which is just Gears of War, <laughs> and we would play online, but nobody would ever be online. It was such a bummer, because that game was so fun, but by the time that we got it, everybody had already gone, grown tired of it. But uh, it was a lot of fun, and I wish there was a community. So, I think that's a show, Ryan. We accidentally did uh, three hours and eight minutes. Now, a lot of this was me peeing, which will get cut out, and I do still have to release last week's episode. Rosa is our exclusive listener. Yes. I have what's called an activity feed. Somebody followed us. That's cool. Matt from last week clearly all of those people came back I'm going to check the Twitter just to see if anybody has said anything at us (laughs) I presume that they have not Um, let me see I gotta open up Safari then I should go to bed because I have crack to smoke in the morning I know, JP. 
Yeah, I think tomorrow's you Thursday. You call me every day while you're smoking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm on Twitter, and one of the things trending is BET COVID relief. They must be having a fundraiser. Oh, and Married at First Sight is trending. Wow. We talked about that. So let's, uh, nope, nobody has tweeted us. So you can tell that they're tired of our bullshit. Or they haven't had enough. John Paul, suffocate them. Yes. Kill them all. Good. Uh, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to play a song. You know what I haven't played in so long? The Grappler Baki song. Grappler Baki is one of the greatest anime ever made. That is like not true. I was gonna say it's it's it, it's not true that you haven't played it in a while, but you know. No, it's one hundred percent. I haven't played. I don't think I've ever played it on Dead Rat Pizza. Dude, you did like two or three weeks ago. I remember. Did I? Yeah. Well, because I remember the doop doop doop. Okay. Well, fine. But do it. Do it. I'm sorry. That's not to take it away from you. Just well, I just, I don't, I, you know, I miss this song dearly, and I don't know why I made this my default closing song so long ago, but it's just kind of become the song. Like, I just, I don't know what to tell you, man. This is the song. It's the story of a girl. She cried a river and drowned the whole world. I'm looking at my mixer and it's currently clipping the inputs. You know what that means? It's coming in hard. I always come in hard. I'm always coming. What do you think I'm going to do after this? Am I going to bed? Probably not. Uh, But I'm probably going to lie in bed and play Final Fantasy VII. I am currently inside of Shinra's office. Nobody seems concerned with this. They don't know that you don't belong there. I just killed a scientist. Yeah, they're like, eh. Habits all the time. This is (laughs) Wednesday. This is Wednesday. The mayor gave me the passcode. Nice guy. I just, I don't know what to do anymore. So uh, this has been Dead Rat Pizza, deadratpizza.com. I don't know if I'll ever release this. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Rosa. You fucking cat release this. <laughs> you old fucking <laughs> smoke weed every day. <laughs> and stop. Mamma mia, mamma mia, let me go. Beelzebub has a devil put a sap for me. For me. For me. So you think you can love me and leave me to die? Damn. So you think you can stop me and spit in my eye? Oh, baby. Can't do this to me, baby. Just gonna get out. Just gonna get right out of here. What are you doing? Uh, making my own music. I um, that's not 
going over the stream, but I can uh, post it in the podcast because it is being recorded. Help! <laughs> Did you do the whole Bohemian Rhapsody when I was gone? No, I was just doing that part. 